Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Friday, the 27th day of October. Good morning. We'll start with this. U.S. military aircraft carried out strikes in eastern Syria against facilities associated with Iranian-backed militant groups believed to be responsible for more than a dozen rocket and drone attacks on American troops in Iraq and Syria that injured 21 service members. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said today at President Biden's direction, U.S. military forces conducted self-defense strikes on two facilities in eastern Syria used by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC, and affiliated groups. Uh, The retaliatory operations were carried out at a time of heightened tensions in the Middle East amid the ongoing Israel-Hamas war in the wake of Hamas terror attack on Israel on October 7th and U.S. concerns about preventing that conflict from enveloping the rest of the region. Austin continued saying the United States does not seek conflict and is not intention nor desire to engage in further hostilities, but these Iranian-backed attacks against U.S. forces are unacceptable and must stop. If attacks by Iran's proxies against U.S. forces continue, we will not hesitate to take further necessary measures to protect our people. America has uh, deployed two aircraft carriers as well as additional fighter squadrons and air defense systems to the Middle East to deter Iran or Hezbollah, the uh, Iran-sponsored militant group that operates in southern Lebanon, from getting involved by launching a wider assault on Israel. Senior U.S. officials have publicly blamed Iran for the more than 16 drone and rocket attacks on military bases in Iraq and Syria over the past week, which the U.S. believes have been carried out by Iranian-backed militant groups. Authorities surrounded a main home on Thursday in their search for U.S. Army reservists to authorities say killed 18 people and wounded 13 in a mass shooting at a bowling alley and bar. A convoy of armored police vehicles lined a road near home in Bowdoin. A spokesperson for the main state police said in a statement officers were conducting a search warrant. They didn't find anybody. Uh, a note that was found inside Card's home earlier this, uh, Robert Card's home earlier in the afternoon is being described as a suicide note addressed to the suspect's son. Uh, The sources said the note does not provide information that indicates a motive for the mass shooting. Uh, The family of the suspect is cooperating with authorities. Uh, They're laying out an account of a deeply troubled person, the sources say, uh, bolstering earlier accounts of mental health treatment, voices in his head, and alleged threats to shoot up a National Guard facility. Card's sister told investigators that uh, she thought Card might have been looking for an ex-girlfriend at the shooting locations, a bowling alley, and a bar. Investigators recovered a firearm in Card's abandoned vehicle when it was found late Wednesday. Card may have access to other firearms and authorities are treating him as though he is armed and dangerous and more than 350 law enforcement personnel are involved in the search. Police are advising residents, this is the follow-up to yesterday, to be aware after a black bear was spotted running through several communities in Montgomery County on Thursday. The bear was seen at 4 a.m. running through the parking lot of Plymouth Meeting Mall near the Edge Fitness and Whole Foods Market. What? 
And then it ran toward the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Uh, it was also caught on video at St. Helena School in Bluebell uh, sometime overnight. The bear was then spotted again about 1.30 p.m. Thursday near the Plymouth Meeting Mall. And at one point, the animal was caught on camera taking a dip in a pond in Plymouth Meeting. <laughs> it's so wild because you think of how, okay... What tracks of land? Like, you look at our parking lot here and you say, okay, a deer would go through this part. There's kind of a foresty area. There's grass. Plymouth Meeting Mall? Like, where where do you cut? Especially by the turnpike. Is there is there any sort of creek or body of water near there? Because I was wondering the same thing when uh, I mean, there was a bear that ended up in Delaware County. In, like, not just Delco, but, like, Clifton. And I'm like, right. how, where, how does it get... Like, through all of these suburban streets and then, like, more, more condensed suburban. And then somebody had posited that, uh, you know, that they go through, like, these little creek areas. And It's possible. I mean, obviously it happened. So it's just it's just interesting to think how it got there. Maybe it was hitchhiking. It you, could know, have you don't see many people doing that these days, but it still is a uh, it's still a viable way to get around. With those ears, they don't seem that they're, they're that dangerous. They're you know adorable. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so the Pennsylvania Game Commission has been notified of the sightings and is searching for the bear. Police said if you encounter the bear, try to remain calm while moving away and avoiding any sudden sudden movements or talking. Avoid turning around and running or attempting to climb a tree. I'll just climb a tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they're good at climbing trees. All right, and then actually I have one uh, one bonus story here. Nice. Took about 10 seconds for the smokestack that's been a Jersey Shore landmark to fall to the ground. It's one of the final steps in demolishing the BL England power generating station, which was decommissioned in 2019. Uh, the plant has been there since 1961, but the smokestack was added in 1986. While no formal plans have been submitted, township officials and the developers hope to create a public space, potentially with a hotel Hotel, boardwalk, and a marina. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Part of the site will also be where a cable from or- Orsted's future offshore wind farm will connect to the power grid. <gasps> you know, it'd be perfect for a person at Kmart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. They're, they're getting rid of all of those. But uh, some onlookers were upset to see the uh, the tower come down. Others were relieved. Uh, two metal structures remain at the site from the plant, and officials say that those will be torn down with equipment from the ground. But is, uh, okay, is this the same area that looked like it had uh, two like uh, like a nuclear power? Yeah. Okay. So it's right across from the bridge uh, from uh, on the Garden State Parkway by yeah. Ocean City. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the smokestack. Okay. So they took it down. There you yeah. go. Bye bye. Yep. yep. Exactly. All right, in sports this morning. The Flyers won again. They beat the Minnesota Wild 6-2 last night in South Philly. Bobby Brink scored his first two NHL goals. Sean Couturier, uh, Couturier sorry, uh, Owen Tippett and Travis Konechny and Travis Sanheim each added one. And the Flyers improved to 4-2-1. and one. Carter Hart made 26 saves while Cam Atkinson had three assists for the Flyers. They're at home again tomorrow afternoon. They'll host the Anaheim Ducks. Puck will drop at 1 o'clock. 
Sixers began their season with a loss last night in Milwaukee against the Bucks. Uh, Damian what the L- f- is this? Lillard, the seven-time All-NBA guard, made his debut with the Bucks after spending 11 years in Portland. He scored 39 points, and the Bucks regrouped after blowing a 19-point oh. lead. To beat the Sixers, one eighteen to one seventeen. Sixers yeah. are on the road again tomorrow night, and they will play the Raptors in Toronto. Tip off is at seven thirty, and in Thursday night football, the Bills beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twenty four to eighteen in Buffalo. Josh Allen threw two touchdown passes, ran for another, and the Bills hung on for the win <laughs> and improved to five and three on the season. And finally, uh, the six and one Eagles are in Washington this week, and they take on the Commanders, who are three and four. Our kickoff on Sunday is at 1. And that is the final bit of information. Well done. Thank you. Yes, yes. You. Uh, I don't feel well today. You don't sound good. You yeah, sound this- a little congested. Are you having any headache? Yes. You are, because yeah. when you get congested, you get a migraine, yeah. and also, yeah. you become incontinent. We yeah. know that. It happens, so I put a little bucket underneath yeah. my, we appreciate my that. seat here. But <laughs> no, so this started about an hour ago. Really? Yeah, and I just I, I started sneezing, and, and I was flirting with a migraine yesterday, and so it's uh, it's kicked in. But you know what? What? Gonna soldier through. Why? Yeah. Because it's no sad bro yeah. Friday, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Zero sad. None of it at all. Not a drop, especially with the weekend coming up the way it is. Oh, man. We're going to have beautiful weather today and tomorrow. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. All right. So we do have a guest on the program. Rich Foss is stopping Uh, in. I love Rich Foss. Yep. He's playing Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow. So Rich is going to pop in around 9 o'clock and we'll chat with him. And uh, we're giving away everything that we have to give away today. And, of course, we'll we'll tee up the connoisseur and do all of that stuff. So We're going to blow our wad, as they used to say in early. I haven't heard that in a while. Blow your wad. (laughs) Let's do that. Uh, So we'll come back in a second. We'll get to the entertainment report and the uh, stupid question, all that stuff. So hang out for a spell. We'll be right back. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. 
Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We are going to give away. Just, do you want to say something? No, no, no. Oh, I just showed slash cash back yeah. is kind of a tongue twister. <laughs> Only three more times to say that, Steve. Don't go. worry about it. All right, I'm not so, counting. Stupid question. A uh, pair of tickets to see uh, Stavros uh, Hilkias, who's going to be playing at uh, the Met on November 4th. This is a surprising question. According to my source. Ooh, and your source is the one we go by. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what store sells the most wine in the United States? What oh, store oh. sells the most wine oh, in the United States. Very surprised. I actually, yeah, I thought so. Is it to this? see this answer. No. Oh. Okay. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. What store sells the most wine in the United States? A uh, bunch of birthdays to mention. Today, on the 27th day of October, uh, Tro- Troy Gentile oh. plays Gar- Barry Goldberg on the Goldbergs. The, Hilarious. Very funny. And he was a, he was a chubby Kid and what movie was oh, he in? He was a uh, pick a destiny. Pick a destiny. That's it. He yes. played he played a young Jack Black right. in the very beginning of the movie. Little roly poly guy, hilarious. Uh-huh. He's funny. Yeah, we had him on the air one time. He was a pretty boring interview. Surprisingly, yeah. he was just kind of straight and didn't have much to say. He was nice. He was genuine. He yeah. was thrilled to be where he was. He was you know, thrilled with the fan response. But you're right. We were hoping for a little more because, like, this guy's very funny. Yeah, because Barry's a yeah. funny dude. Yeah. He does the Barry run. Character. So he's 30 today. <laughs> uh, Roberto Benin. Hey! That's a good actor. Eh? Academy Award winning. Uh, for Life is a Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Italian Actor and director, I was. Uh, I saw a clip of uh, of Life Is Beautiful. The Did you day. like it? Uh, oh, the movie's fantastic. Great, the movie. But the the clip that I saw is when they're they're uh, walking away with him, and he's marching and, and you know yeah, joking yeah. to keep his son happy, and it's just oh, it's a heartbreaking movie. Uh, you remember we were on the Oscar for that? He actually climbed across the seats to yeah. get up front. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's seventy one years old today. A gentleman who we just had on the show and was just in town, John Cleese. Yes. Oh. Celebrates his birthday today. We use this music as our ending music on uh, one of the days uh, during the week. And this is the, the ending music that's played at uh, Money Python and the Holy Grail. Yes. Oh. Which is, uh, it has that bizarre ending. Yeah. And then it just cuts to this goofy music at the very, very end. He, he was is, great. He was Wasn't that a, a great interview? That was a great interview, yeah, man. I lo- just loved it. He was up conversive. I love that he laughs. He yes. gets to think that he was this sour, dour guy who made all, all of us laugh. Yeah, and uh, I love the name of his tour, An Evening with the Late John Cleese. Because <laughs> he said he died, but he was resurrected right. a few days later. Uh, but he turns 84 years old today, so what a great guy. Uh, speaking of an awesome uh, person as well, I recently saw this guy performing live at the uh, Wells Fargo Center, Simon Le Bon of Duran Duran, 
And when I tell you, the dude, it, like, has lost nothing, zero in his. Voice. I love that. That's so awesome. And he was hitting these notes, and I was like, okay, he's gonna, he's not gonna go for that. And he was, and I was like, all right, man, fantastic. And he turned sixty-five years old today. That is an underappreciated band. I agree. Uh, they're one of my favorite bands. Yeah, and uh, it's just like song after song after song. And oddly enough, in concert, Simon the Bond, I could not stop thinking of Matt Calper because he kind of looked yes, like him. You're right, guys, ready for some sick rock? Yeah, I was. I was very surprised. I'm like, man, I was distracted. Actually, I'm like, he looks a lot like Calper. Uh, so Simon the Bond. Her name is Rio, and she's sick. <laughs> uh, like I said, he's 65 today and still performing wonderfully. Uh, Patrick Fugit. Mm-hmm. If there was an actor to play Nick McElwain in the oh. Nick McElwain story, interesting. I would, would pick. Him? I would pick him. Huh. Yes. I mean, my choice would be you know Bradley Cooper, but sure. Understood. Understood. Yeah. No, he's. Uh, I don't know. Something about him in Almost it. Famous reminds me of you. I like him very much as an actor. Yeah. He was, uh, although I really only know him from Almost Famous. Uh, he was in Gone Girl, okay. and um, I think there's Almost a movie Gone called Saved yeah. or something like that that he was in. Yeah. Oh, it's called Saved. So uh, yeah, he turns 41 years old today. So happy birthday to him. Uh, it's Kelly Osborne's birthday today Just as well. Saw a picture of her. She is all uh, either she's Ozempic'd up or regular weight lost up, and she looks very uh, sleek and good. Steve, uh, she also lost a lot of weight after Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, but that was a while ago. Yeah, but I think sometimes maybe it cha- a, lot, a lot of people stay in that healthy vibe after that show. I'm not so sure about this time. Uh, she was just recently in town with the family too. Yeah, uh, yeah. They were over at the. Uh, um, it was like MonsterCon of some sort. Yeah, it was at uh, Valley Forge Casino Resort. So she is 39 today. Uh, Lee Greenwood. Oh, what the fuck? I was ready for the next. Show. I, I don't have God bless the USA yet. It's a different version of God bless yeah. the USA. God bless the USA. Yeah, hit it. Oh, Lee, Lee Greenwood has uh, made a career out of one song. You get a hit like that, yeah. you, it's something that's played at events, you're on easy street. Yep. <laughs> so he turns uh, 81 years old today. Oh, oh, we should do a song called yeah. Ballad Kenwood Forever. And Ooh. K.K. Downing, lead guitarist for Judas Priest. Yeah! Celebrates his birthday today. And they, they did a cover of Lee Greenwood's uh, God Bless USA. They're is, huge fans. Yeah. Um, I love this song, man. This is one of my favorite priest songs of all time. Uh, K.K. Downing turns 72 years old today. What goes after Lee Greenwood? Uh, <laughs> then you also have bassist of Bruce Springsteen in the E Street's band, Gary W. Talent. Uh, and I believe we recently found out that his band nickname is War Child. No. Wow. Yes. Back off, War Child. That's Seriously. amazing. No, we were talking about Mortis. all the, we were talking about all the, uh, the nicknames that the, the band members have. And I couldn't remember Gary Talent's. And, and Steve, you just told me to go, it's War Child. It's War Child. Yeah. <laughs> it's War Child. Uh, so he's a great bass player, turns uh, 74. You got a gig today on the Spring, Springsteen's band. Yeah. Oh. Work for a long time. You're gonna work for it, though. Yeah, you do. None yeah. of these Euro sets. No. <laughs> so happy 74th uh, to Gary W. Talent. One final birthday, and that is my lovely bride Rochelle. Oh! Celebrates her birthday today. What are we playing here? It's called My Wife by the Who. Oh. So it was 
Ashley Greenwood. I yeah. didn't know this song. Wow. Me neither. Uh, so Shell turns uh, a year older today. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. My yes. wife uh, said they'd talked recently, and they both can talk. Oh and yes, she, they can. And she said, um, she goes. I need to talk to Rochelle more. <laughs> and I said, both Preston and I would love that. Uh, yes, we would. Yes, we would. So I love you, honey, and happy, happy birthday to you today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. What store sells the most wine in the United States? We will go to uh, Tim for the answer. Hi, Tim. Good morning. <laughs> All right, let me do it right. Wait, wait. <clears throat> yeah. That's the one. All right, Tim, what store sells the most wine in the United States? That'd be Costco. Costco is wow. Yes. I had suspected. Hang on, wow. Tim. Can you buy booze at Costco in Pennsylvania? No. I, think so. I didn't think no. so. Not the one that I was at. The closest one is Christiana, and then the other closest, there's only one in Jersey, and it's up north. How big is their, is their booze section? Massive. Is it? Yes, okay. Yes, my All friends right. and I go a lot. I mean, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you don't want to say you're carrying booze across state lines because that's yes. illegal. No, it's no, you, you drink it in the parking lot. Yes, exactly. No, on the way to Delaware, we do that. All right. So, <laughs> are they gigantic um, bottles like torpedoes? They or? have everything okay. and really good prices. Preston, like there you go. Uh, like the expensive well, booze that you, you we like talked the about nice this, ones. We talked about this before. Where they explain the sales, right? They, they have um, like 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 really good wine, but it's under a different name. So, like you might be want buying. I'm just going to say like. Ernest and Julio Gallo, but right. it's the Costco version, but it's the same exact Ernest wine. Ernest and Julio Borgnine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a trick. If you look at the Kirkland brand, you can look at the label, and it tells you where it is distilled or oh. brewed or something like that, so it's yep. a little All trick. Right. Kirkland, sorry, Jerkland. <laughs> uh, so Tim is going to get a pair of tickets to see uh, Stavros Hilkias, who's going to be playing Saturday, November 4th, Met in Philadelphia. Tickets ah. for two shows that night are on sale now via Ticketmaster. All right, let's get Get into the entertainment report stories. We'll start with this one. Um, so Grace uh, Jabari, uh, the accuser in the Jonathan Majors domestic violence case, turned herself into police uh, on Wednesday after the actor, after the Loki actor, had filed a cross complaint against her in June. However, the district attorney's office announced in September that they will not prosecute her. On Thursday, a spokesperson for the DA's office reiterated this statement, saying the Manhattan District Attorney's Office has officially declined to prosecute the case against Grace Jabari uh, because it lacks prosecutorial merit. Uh, the matter is now closed and sealed, and the uh, spokesperson uh, had indicated that that's it. We are done. Done. Take the part of it. Done, yes. though. Is yep. he going to be cleared of all charges and accusations and stuff? No. Not him. Okay. No, no. They're talking about her. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, because he did a cross complaint. Yeah, uh, saying that she was the one that was violent. It's called reason. an "oh yeah" complaint. I'm, I'm, oh yeah, <laughs> or, or a yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Conflicted when it comes to Jonathan Majors because you know you, you obviously you want to side with the anyone who's accusing him and and, and you know you don't want to victim blame ever. But um, everybody's uh, do their time in court. That is the, that is the Correct. absolute fact, and it, sometimes it's hard to remove yourself from that fact. Is that they have not had their case heard. Yeah. So and the. <laughs> Yeah, you walk a fine line. Yeah, very I much so. But then the other thing about it, Steve, is, and this is purely subjective and has nothing to do with any of the accusations leveled against him. I like him as an actor. There you and, go. And I was watching Loki this week, and he's really, really good. I, I can certainly separate the art from the artist, and, and like, right. but I just I like seeing him on screen. I, you I know, hope, sometimes you have to do that. Right, you do. Although, uh, well, two things. Uh, I don't automatically side with 
the accuser because that's all they are is an yeah. accuser. And that's why they, they so, And I try to like, no matter how bad it looks, I'm like okay, I, I need to you know see the. I need to try that. Well, no, oh. but I mean, listen, we we have a, a judicial system for a reason, right? You're, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. So I can't, you know, Could like you I'm play some Lee Greenwood right now. I, I can't, but I can play some Judas Priest. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock with Gazy. Yeah. I agree. No, I, it's uh, part of the process. But I was going somewhere with this, Steve. Um, mm, oh, the... The, the acting, though, uh, the 1893 Kang, and I think he's overacting a little bit, and it's it's bothering me because I am <laughs> I am enjoying the second season of Loki, but then they have to go back, and I'm not like giving anything away. All right, but I'm like I'm like, can you just dial it back a little bit? I you haven't know? seen it yet, so I, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I just, can't. I'm not down with this acting choice. <laughs> can't jump in on that, but all right, uh, let's go to something lighter than that. Uh, some fans of Kendall Jenner should be worried after Bad Bunny no. released a new song no. titled Monaco that features a comment about Sofia Vergara. Ah, lyrics on the track read: Sofia Vergara es linda, pero es más linda en persona. Mm. To her cheap boobies. No, it translates to Sofia Vergara is beautiful, but she is more beautiful in person. Modern Family actress shared a clip of the music video to her Instagram account recently and wrote in the caption, Maslindo eres tu, Bad Bunny. Ooh, I know what that means. What does that mean? Uh, you too. I uh, means you are cuter. Ah. Uh, and uh, people took to the comment section to speculate that Bad Bunny may leave Jenner for Vergara. So who I don't knows? Know about this. But uh, there's a little flirting, a little online. Oh, flirting. she's single now. You yeah. know, Joe Magan Maganaganago. Yeah, that's over. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, insecure creator Issa Ray. Issa Ray is not following all the buzz about uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Uh, <laughs> during a recent episode of Watch What Happens Live, Andy Cohen asked Ray, along with his other guest Sherry Shepard, uh, if they were fans of the new couple. And um, Ray said, absolutely not. Never cared about anything less. Um, and Shepard seemed more excited about the romance, saying, I'm like now into football. I want the jerseys because now I can't wait to see what song she'll do if they break up. They had an estimate as to what that heiress tour... Um, she's now a billionaire. Now a billionaire. And the amount of money she sunk into the economy of the United States. Mm -hmm. Billions of dollars. Wow. Billions of dollars. And didn't she just do the re-release of uh, 1989 she last did. night? Yeah. Five that, songs? That actually helped... The pre-sales helped put her into the billion club. Okay. Wow. It's like yeah. a billion. It's like yeah. a billion. But That's your business manager. Why are you yucking? I just don't like it. It annoys me. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm on like the Issa Rae side. <laughs> I'm kind of with you. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I, I'm see, I see some pandering to the uh, to the camera and all that stuff, but we'll see. We'll see if love is, is real and if it blooms and if it, uh, if it sticks. Oh, yes, absolutely. She yes. turned off the comments on her uh, Instagram Who? account. Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh, yeah. What is that about? Uh, like over everything. Is this something you said, Preston? What's well, that? Is it something you said? Maybe I offended her. I mean, she has 275, uh, 275 million followers. Oh, she is following Christ. zero people. What? Uh, and the most recent... <laughs> is everything okay, Marissa? No. 
What? So I'm there's a there's more to that then because she's doing what Beyonce does and Beyonce does the same thing and she follows nobody right. and she has all that and also when you turn off your comments sometimes sometimes it's for bad things Nick yes like if you're putting up something very sensitive but it also gets you more likes on your things if you turn off your comments. Really? Uh, oh, well, yeah, it's true because yep. people can't comment and they'd rather just hit the like button. It seems yeah. like she okay. probably can afford like a really decent social media manager. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably who might know these things. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, some other things that I want to get to. Uh, how about this? Zachary Ty Bryan from yeah. Home Improvement. He appeared in an Oregon court Wednesday afternoon to face charges stemming from a July arrest, which marked the latest in a string of legal issues for the troubled former child star. Brian pled guilty to felony assault in the fourth degree, uh, constituting domestic violence. Uh, he will receive 36 months of supervised probation, seven days in jail, and must abide by a set of conditions <laughs> typical of domestic violence cases. So the dude's a scumbag. He's, this is a couple of times he's had this happen. Those conditions call for no contact with the victim without the probation officer's approval, alcohol and substance abuse treatment, and no alcohol or drug use moving forward. Should he violate any of those conditions, Brian would be subjected to serving the 19 to 20 months of prison time that the court suspended under the deal. Uh, police officers, uh, if we go back to the incident, had responded to a physical dispute uh, between Brian and an unidentified adult female at a residence that had occurred several hours prior. Uh, though she was not named in the arrest report, Brian has been in a multi-year relationship with Johnny Faye Cartwright, with whom he shares three young children, including a set of twins that were born in May. The couple previously had a domestic dispute in October of 2020, and that resulted in Brian pleading guilty to two misdemeanors, menacing and fourth degree assault, and he received three years probation for that. Not good. He has uh, seven kids from several different marriages. Or wow. Several, I'm sorry, relationships over the years. No oh, kidding. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Uh, he's a mess, man. That's yeah. a shame. Uh, Chris Jenner and Khloe Kardashian had an honest conversation on Thursday's episode of the Kardashians about Chris cheating on Khloe's father, Robert Kardashian. Prior to this, Chris said that uh, Chloe might regret not forgiving Tristan Thompson for his multiple cheating scandals. And Chloe asked Chris, what was your mindset when you cheated? And she said, I think being really young and dumb is something that plays into it because you don't really understand the consequences of your actions. And then when Chloe asked, but what was my dad doing that made you look elsewhere? Mm -hmm. Chris said, I don't know, because he was such a great husband and such a great dad. And I think that I fell into a situation where I thought that the grass was greener somewhere else, and I made a huge mistake, and that's my life's biggest regret, she but said. it's not always greener, Mommy. <laughs> uh, later in the episode, Chloe revealed that she is no longer attracted to Tristan after the way he w had treated her. And, he uh, probably doesn't recognize her. Uh, she added that uh, she wants to feel proud of the person she's dating. So, well, there you go. Okay. She, she's not. She's not with anybody now, right? I haven't seen anything uh, in the trades or the journals. You know, we scour daily, yeah. and it doesn't seem that she's with anybody right now. Yeah, not that she, I know. You know what? She's never been to her. Uh, she needs to go to her. Yeah, she needs to spend some time with her. You're right. So, Dwayne The Rock Johnson shared a sweet video to Instagram on Wednesday in which he sings a special song to his mother, Ada Johnson, mm -hmm. uh, on her 75th birthday. Yep. Look um, at the audio. Oh, we you have it. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I assume I, I didn't grab the audio, but I assume it's something uh, sweet and because the show that was supposedly the Rock's life, the short-lived NBC yeah. quasi sitcom. Yeah, they showed the his father was a professional wrestler and his mom who was, uh, you know, very charismatic. So um, you know. Uh, in the uh, in the video, she's uh, they're standing in the kitchen. She's strumming a ukulele, and he holds up a purple lay, and sa- uh, he's saying, "If I should smile with sweet surprise, it's just that you've grown up before my very eyes." Oh. And he places the lay around her neck at the end of the song. So both of my daughters, my daughters, are uh-huh. in the uh, uh-huh. daughters the ukulele club at their high school. The ukulele, ukulele, right? Yeah. It is, yes, it's pronounced ukulele. Yeah. yeah, but they're high school kids, so they say ukulele. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have uh, a uke. I and, think you and I got our ukes at the same place. And and started to, to mess around with it. I'm just not good with stringed instruments, unfortunately. But it's a fun little thing yeah. to play. She's having yeah. a great time. And I, wish the, I, I wish I would really take the time to learn. Where'd, to you, get your, uh, where'd you get your ukuleles? Uh, I got mine at this uh, boardwalk store at the very, very south end of the Wildwood Boardwalk. The very end. There's a store there. You got and, the boardwalk? Uh, no, no, no. God, what the hell is... I can't remember the name of the store. But it's actually like one of the nicer... Like I, I don't want to say higher end. By the way, they, you know the they, can, they can be expensive, right? Oh, well, this one wasn't be, bad. Oh, okay. I think it was like 40 bucks max. Yeah, oh, but, but okay. he and I just got like started. got knockoffs. Ukuleles. I got mine online. Okay. Uh, and uh, I haven't touched it actually in years. Are there 12-string electric ukuleles? <laughs> Maybe. Oh. I don't know. You know what? <laughs> uh, I can tell you in a second what kind of uke it is because it came with an app. It's the Bob Uke. Yeah, I think uh, that's <laughs> the ukulele. Yeah, <laughs> the Bob ukulele. I think it's called Kala, K A L A. You know where you pick those yeah. up, right? Just a bit outside. <laughs> Just a bit outside. It's, uh, Hang it's on, Bob Uker. You yeah, get right. something for that, buddy. That's that's right. Boom. My uh, my fiance plays, and um, she's good? pretty good at it, and it, which is also annoying because she's pretty good at everything. And she, <laughs> but it's it's so pretty. Like it's just a nice, yeah. simple sound, and it's a really pretty sound. Yeah, yeah. Would you? Uh, I want to get her in here, and I want you to sing somewhere over the rainbow. Okay, and she also owes Preston a painting from like uh, six months. Yes, Ooh, what is it? It's, it's I know what it is. Yeah. It's the troll in the dragon's mouth that oh. lights the dragon's uh, briars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sits on a stool by his larynx. Because <laughs> because she Andrea believes that that's that makes sense. Yeah. I want to see her I, rendering of that. I thought you were going to bring it up at the core event last week because I'm sure she has such an artist's brain, um, and and that's uh, the best and the worst of you know, what artists go through, but um, I'm sure that she's completely forgotten about the troll in the back of the dragon's mouth. Oh, dude, I forgot <laughs> about it, but I'm very glad that you reminded me of it. I'll have to remind her. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, it was uh, sweet. I mean, can can The Rock do anything wrong? I don't think so. He's just, he's spot on yeah. uh, singing, singing a lovely little song to his mother. Alright, let's see. How about uh, a few other things. Um... Yeah, Meghan Markle might have found a new home with Audible after parting ways with Spotify earlier this year. Uh, the Duchess of Sussex is thrilled about a multi-million dollar deal that she is reportedly close to reaching with the company. Uh, word of mouth is spreading and it will lead to a huge payout even bigger than the million Spotify splash out according to the source. And so, Meghan is thrilled that she'll be in the company of Michelle and Barack Obama who signed uh, with a, a deal with Audible in 2022. So uh, to write or to create Material for it doesn't or say books. It doesn't say. I don't know if it would be as a narrator or I would imagine as an author. So um, I'd say this: uh, the the 
the best or most competent thing I've besides you're watching. Well, you watch Suits, right? I do. She's pretty good on Suits, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, do the acting, do the narrating. She narrated some Nat Geo specials yeah. that were really good. Yeah, stick to that. Yeah, maybe. Steve, this is an unfair question and very subjective. But do you like her? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Not really. <laughs> no? <laughs> and yet, and yet, and yet, Nick. Yeah. I do. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know why? Because so, I, so I, I, like, for example, I've liked some of the things she's done. She's, okay. you cannot argue the fact that she's a stunning woman. Right. I just think right now there was a tremendous amount of stuff that was mishandled, but mishandled by a lot of people. Yeah, but you know what? I, um, I am, not, I don't give a rat's ass about the royal family. And not only that, but it, it's like, I don't give a rat's ass leaning on the side of, I don't like them. So that's, that's why I think I like her. You know what I'm saying? No. Uh, I didn't quite follow that progression. Yeah, I don't. I, know, I, know I don't, don't like care. the royal family. I know oh, because that. you you, you, you so perceive like her, her. You perceive her as rebelling oh. against the royal family. Yeah. So she's okay. okay in your book. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, uh, yeah. You know what? When when she was uh, when she was talking about how she was treated poorly by the higher ups in the family, uh, and some people caught some backlash because they're like, "How can you even complain? You're talking about being in the royal family. Just deal with that crap." It's there are so yeah. many worse things that could happen in your life. I was like, kind of look. She was treated crappy, and yeah. and is is kind of. Uh, bringing it forward. I so. take a more 30,000 foot view. I think everyone's got something that they're... Sure. They're, yeah, so, uh, you know, let them be. Though, apparently, uh, the new South Park... Yes. Oh, my God. Did you see it? Um, it, it apparently has their way with them, doesn't it's it? It's hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so, basically, Preston, they go... They want their privacy. They're demanding their privacy. <laughs> so, she and Prince Harry go on this worldwide tour demanding <laughs> privacy. <laughs> and they go from town to town celebrating their privacy. It's, I mean, it's in, in typical South Park fashion. Uh, Absolutely. I got to see it. Steve, it is so up your alley. You would, you'll laugh your ass off. I don't know how they manage to just, like, nail it every time they but go they after something. Do. Yeah. Don't they yeah, yeah. Don't they just nail it They're every great. time? So... And by the way, God. they seem to be Teflon. <laughs> no, yeah. no one goes after them. No, yeah, yeah. Even though they've they've <laughs> gone against the the grain on so many things and 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 ruffled a lot of feathers, they still just they they get I mean, it right. Look at Team America. Everyone gets handed their ass. There was. It's been a long time since we've talked to uh, to Trey and yeah. Matt. There was a stretch on the Preston and Steve show. Yeah, those guys were on regularly. Every with us. every uh, debut of the new season of South Park, wow. they'd be on every few months. Yeah, yeah. We would have one or both of them on. Like they were our regular guest yeah. at Y100, and uh, it's been a while. We should probably reach yeah. out to them. They knew us on a first who are you basis. Yeah. You know, yeah. I used to have a, a, a contact, this lady named Renata over at Comedy Central. Oh, I remember oh, Renata. Yeah, I haven't talked to her in a while. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she's still alive. Yeah. I have a contact over there. I'm going to pull this video and send it to them. And All right. Hopefully we'll infiltrate in there. Yeah, it was a, it would love, love chatting with those guys every single time. All right, um, uh, keying off of the royal family, uh, Netflix released a trailer for the first part of the final season of The Crown. This is aboard the starship, right? Uh, yes, this yeah. is when they finally get on the <laughs> on the starship, and uh, you know everybody's on the. Everyone uh, has to decontaminate. Yes. Uh, you can watch as uh, Elizabeth Debicki's Princess Diana becomes part of the royal family and events unfold leading to her final days. There's apparently a uh, scene where the queen is eating a uh, finger sandwich and her chest explodes. <laughs> what? <laughs> and an alien comes out. That, wow. And some historians are saying, obviously, this is speculative at this point. <laughs> 
but the, that's probably the way okay. we go. All right. Uh, so the the uh, she says in the trailer, I don't really understand how I ended up here, dashing around and losing sight of myself in the process. I think that's been the story of my whole life. By the way, did I read correctly that there is there some sort of otherworldly Diana representation or? Like there's a, there's at least a dream or something in, with, in the Crown? new series of The Crown. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Uh, maybe, maybe it was just the way they were described. Here's the scene from The Crown. It's actually the original Alien. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, this scene, we're watching the scene from Alien. Yeah. That was one of the most shocking movie moments for me personally ever. Being, Do you know it was shocking? Being shock- in the movie theater and, and I'm like, wait, what? what is happening here? And then all of a sudden. Yeah, the chest burst. Uh, the chest burst thing. I was like, whoa. It it. it kicked my ass. So they were shocked at the point um, they did not realize that all of that this and blood would spurt out. Yeah. So there's that scene where she gets, you know, uh, basically a blood uh, facial yeah. and uh, she didn't know that was com- <clears throat> excuse me, about to happen. I should say probably better phrasing. And uh, it, it freaks her out. You can see it. That's the take they went with. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so that's going to be in the season of The Crown uh, this uh, current season. I really love those. Again, if I recommend that series to anyone who, uh, you know, is of a, of a certain age, I say just watch those first few years because that's really where you get the meat of the story. Yeah, but you know what? I thought it. I, I'm enjoying the rest of it too. The when space they got stuff? in, when they got in, no, not the space stuff. But when they got in with uh, Diana meeting uh, uh, Dodie Fayad's family and okay. everything, I have watched. I, and, and they 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 did the backstory of Dodie Fayad's father and how he uh, created his wealth. And I was like, okay, that's a story I didn't know. I, I haven't that was, seen it. I so thought it was pretty. It's a right. good one. Should I check it out? That that one episode is right. really really good. Okay, Steve, yeah. uh, his relationship it started with the father. And yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So the Muhammad Fayad became friends with Diana first and he kind of uh, worked Dodie into it and uh, yeah I know how much you love the first seasons oh I love it but don't discount the later stuff All right. just because yeah. it's recent it's it is it's still really really well done uh let's see I'm just here. afraid I'm going to pop up in the storyline because we had a, a rich relationship uh Hocus Pocus 2 screenwriter Jen D'Angelo spoke with Entertainment Weekly in an interview published on Thursday about the next movie in the franchise she said we are still in the story phase we're still working on it Oh, they care about that? She said that we've got working, uh, we've been working on some ideas. It's been a fun dive back into that world, and we have so many directions in which uh, to go and so many new characters to explore. Uh, we've only scratched the surface of Hannah Waddingham's Mother Witch. Oh, I didn't know she was be in go. That. No, now I want to see it. Oh, but she's perfect for I, a character like that. I'm so so on the original Hocus Pocus. It's fun, but it's, I, yeah. I, I don't, I, it doesn't really rock my world. For me, the Halloween movie is Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat yeah. and that, Hubie Halloween. And Hubie Halloween is a lot of fun. <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah. I, I, but listen. Trick or Treat for me is very Tales of the Crypt. Right. Fun, brutal, and it, it has a Pulp Fiction plot progression. Well, this is more playful. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. It, there's I, there's, there's, different, there's different less animal. gutting of people. And I also feel like this is sort of geared more towards a, the, the female audience because I have never really heard like guys going crazy over Hocus Pocus, but all the girls in my house, like are were, when they announced the, the sequel, like they went crazy and for is it. The other one, yeah. Halloween Town, right? Isn't that the other one? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was the one before this. this oh, was that, with, like, uh, with Debbie Reynolds. Yeah, this was yeah. the like 90s right. kids cute movie. I didn't know about Halloween Town at 
all. We learned about it on the show. Yeah. It's yeah. the first time I'd ever heard about it. Yeah. And yet the phones went crazy yes. with people who would love that. Yeah. Or, or was Halloween Town after Hocus Pocus? I think it was after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Disney confirmed the news in June that Hocus Pocus 3 is in development. All right. Uh, Case does Princess Diana make uh, her way into that? She does indeed. Yeah. All right, Case, we're going to jump to the movie's opening this weekend. <laughs> So, movies opening today include Five Nights at Freddy's, a horror mystery starring Josh Hutcherson, uh, Elizabeth Lale, and Mary Stuart Masterson. Uh, follows the story of a troubled security guard as he begins working at Freddy's Fazbear's Pizza. Is that how you say it? Fo- or Fazbear's Pizza? I believe that's it, yeah. While spending his first night on the job, he realizes the night shift at Freddy's won't be so easy to make it through. It's an hour and 41 minutes long, rated PG-13. Why release and uh, streaming today gets a pretty low score. 28%, by the way. So, yeah. The one thing... Decide for yourself, though. Yeah, they, they... The video game was pretty gory, and the fact that they ended up with a PG-13 is, seems like they might have tamped things down a bit. Also opening this weekend is The Killer. Uh, it's a mystery thriller. It stars uh, Michael Fassbender, Charles Parnell, and Tilda Swinton. An assassin who gets embroiled in an international manhunt after a hit goes wrong is what's it about, what it's about. And uh, it's an hour and 58 minutes long. It's rated R. A wide theater release today, streaming on November 10th. Uh, Rotten Tomato score on the other end at 87%. Yeah, all right. And then finally, Inspector Sun. It is an animated thriller. And it stars Ronnie Chang, uh, Lane Bachelor, and Emily Clemo. Uh, Clemo? I'm not sure how you pronounce her name. Uh, but when a spider detective boards a seaplane to San Francisco after finally capturing his arch nemesis, a murder on his flight draws him into a plot that threatens both the human and bug worlds. Uh, it's an hour and 22 minutes long. It's rated PG. It's in a wide theater release today. Rotten Tomato score is at 7. 75%. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Never even heard of it. No, yeah. All right, and we are ready to hit some clips here. WWE SmackDown is the beloved show about the superstars of world wrestling entertainment and showing off their athleticism and dramatic skills. And in this clip, Zelina Vega discusses her big win in WrestleMania Backlash. Man, even now watching it, I still had like a lump in my throat. My chest was still kind of pounding a little bit. I was like, wow, that was, besides my wedding day, that was the best moment of my life. Like it was... There, there was nothing that compares to that. Like, it was literally as if I had the support of an army. You can watch uh, WWE SmackDown every Friday on Fox. And here's our next clip. Upload is a TV show based off of the concept that people have the ability to upload themselves to a virtual world after their death. Here, creator Greg Daniels talks about creating new plot lines throughout season three to set the show up for another season. Like what you, what you do when you're telling stories, right? You can't um, tease people forever that nothing's going to happen. Something has to happen, but you don't want it to have this feeling of closure until you're ready to close, right? You So you're always like starting up new, intriguing uh, unanswered questions. If you're going to close some things down, uh, they should turn into something else that's interesting. Shut the f- up! 
He You're was a big fan of that show. Upload season uh, three now on Prime. Who is? Uh, Pierre. Pierre Robert, yeah. I get, yep. And you know who's a huge fan of uh, Greg Daniels is Kate Flannery because uh, Greg Daniels created The Office and uh, basically uh, helped her have the career that she has today. That's awesome. We had a little surprise guest appearance yeah. from her. How nice. Yesterday at she, the end of the show. She brought us gifts? Yeah, she brought the Funko Pop uh, figures of her yeah. uh, from The Office, which is awesome. So that was cool. All right, that's the last bit of entertainment report news for you this morning. We are going to take a break. We're awaiting the arrival of the sun. We have a nice uh, little daybreak beginning and it's going to be a gorgeous day and a beautiful weekend all together. High of about 78 degrees today. Rich Voss is stopping by yes. later this morning. We'll get to the connoisseur and more. So stay with us. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour is your shot at $1,000 in crisp college cash. Thanks to our friends at College Ave Student Loans. Whether you've got a nifty knack for making a dorm room look like a posh Hollywood apartment or maybe more of a pizza box and rock band poster vibe, show us. Make a short video. Start off with a, hey, Preston and Steve, and show off your decked out dorm room. Enter at our contest page at WMMR.com by 11 a.m. on November 2nd. Then, we'll put them up for a vote to see who wins. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. Presented by College Ave Student Loans. A better way to pay for college. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your school. Tomorrow night, the uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society has their Light the Night Walk. Could you think of a better evening to have no, this, no, this in pretty, late October? Perfect. Tomorrow night, Nick, you're a part of this. You're hosting this event. Yeah, I'm hosting it. I, I've been to this event in the past. It's really a, a fantastic event. It's right at the steps of the Art Museum in Aikens Oval, and uh, we're there from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. But So if you're in the city, stop by. I mean, just come over and see it, because it's a really cool thing to see. We all have these lanterns that we light up. Uh, there's going to be fireworks at the end of it. They have music the entire time, and it does benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is a, a charity that's near and dear to my heart. Um, but it's also just a really fun night, so we'd love to see you. All the information's up on PrestonandSteve.com, uh, but we're there from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., and this is uh, for Team Luke, uh, for my nephew Luke. With any luck, you'll have a special uh, guest along with you if he can make it from yeah. Plymouth meeting to the city, and yes. that's that black bear that's running around. We invited bear him. You get, keep him on the bear yeah. watch as he's... Holy mama! <laughs> <laughs> that was when uh, there was a bear running around Delaware oh, yeah. County a few years Holy ago. Holy mama! Yeah. Um, Dog to bear. Dog to bear. Right. Uh-huh. Dog to bear. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So there's, there's a black bear running around Plymouth meeting. Uh, yesterday was a big day for him. He got to take a swim in a pond. Apparently somebody Aww. saw that. Uh, but the day before, he was uh, in the parking lot of the Plymouth meeting mall. Plymouth meeting mall. And I was, again, yeah. you, you always try to think. Like sometimes we'll pull into the lot here in Bala Canwood. One Bala. I'll see deer. I've seen a fox. I've seen, you know, so, and, and I'm like, okay, I can piece together where, what sort of little chunks of land they might be going through to get to here. You assume that they're going like a, like a, you know, that they're not j- just on streets for a long run, that they're coming off of some sort of foliage or something. Right. So over in that particular area, I was trying to think, where, where would a bear have come in? Well, on the other side of the Northeast Extension, there's there's plenty of farmland and and uh, and and rural areas. I guess but, that's true. Uh, but but Cro- how? I, it, unless he ran across the North.
northeast extension from there. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, hell. Oh, oh, no, 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 oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be. Because that that's the be... image I have. But you know what? There that are would... times, Preston, like. Oh, oh God. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, when you see, like, uh, the deer on 76. Oh, uh, and And, huh. you know, uh, uh, many clear. Many do not. Yeah, and there's a couple of carcasses now there. But uh, oh, again, yeah. that's that's what caught my mind. Is it how are you clearing that stretch of road and getting a bear into the parking lot of the Plymouth Meeting Mall? Steve eastbound on 76 in between the Blue Route and Belmont. Uh, President happened earlier this week in the left lane. There is an exploded deer carcass, oh, and it's up God. against the um, center, um, the median. Oh. So they, they can't. There's nothing they can do. They just they can't, they can't unless they were to stop traffic entirely and and haul it out of there. But it's like wow. maybe it happened on Tuesday or Wednesday you morning. Think it just exploded to death. Like Probably. Right there in the, oh wow. Maybe it swallowed a bomb. Yeah, yeah. Hail the grenade. It was trying to hijack yeah, a truck. Uh, I will tell you this, Preston. I remember it years ago. We all remember it. There was one in particular, and I don't know. It had to be a truck that took this deer. I don't know. Oh, yeah. on a side rail, oh. but it looked as if someone had painted a patch of the pavement mm-hmm. red. Yeah. which is horrible. Now, look, quick question here. You guys reminded me, coming up, uh, did it, does anyone come off 76? Um, well, you guys do, right? You come off 76? Yeah. Up, up yeah. City Line. Belmont. Yeah. I do Belmont. Oh, I get yeah. off at Belmont, too. Did yeah. you see something, a creature or something? I think llama? I saw a llama. Was it a llama? Yeah. <laughs> Preston, they, this is the llama. There's something, and if someone has seen it this morning, it seemed to have been dragged over to the side. It was dark. It was a llama. <laughs> no, but... Uh, I'm just City I'm just, Line, not yeah. Belmont. Uh, no, no. As you're coming off 76, you come up onto uh, where City Line is. You know, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that general area back where there's an, you know. Um, I didn't I, I didn't go that and way. And maybe it was my version of the law. It, it might be. Was. Kathy, if, yeah, if you yeah. didn't know, Kathy saw a, uh, what she, and, and I have to back her up because I've seen it in the dark now too. Yeah. That's been pointed <laughs> out. It's a very large stone with a road cone next to it. And it looks like a llama sitting down on the ground with its neck up and she was convinced, her eyes convinced her that it was a, a llama. And in the evening when it's dark, it does. It looks like a llama. You, you, we talked about how a red, a, a, a normal house cat can appear to be a panther. Yeah. If you have nothing, and it happens all the time. Yeah, I turned a corner yesterday, last night, Steve, and I, and my, my initial thought was, is that a wizard holding a lantern? Okay. It was a mailbox. I finally found you, Casey. I too am a fish fan. Oh, I man. love the part of the concert where they just play the piano. <laughs> Dude, we need to get Gandalf a robe with the donut <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the circles. The, the, oh, I yeah. will wear it for all the days of my life. Yeah, hold up your uh, hold up your your coffee mug. There. Wait, my coffee uh, mug yeah, or, the, or my wallet? It doesn't matter. <laughs> we need to get Gandalf. We need to get Gandalf uh, a, a robe with that bloody donuts. Yeah. But in Halloween time, you never know. Also, what's going to be on somebody's front yard. Sure. Well, yeah, yeah. for real. Yeah. It's it's weird. So you, you talk. We talk about this bear and the bear crossing potentially is some some pretty harrowing roads to get into that area. Mm. Peep. Now the warnings went up, right? Because regardless, it's a bear, and you know, yeah. no matter how benign and cuddly they look, <laughs> and and even I think today aren't in the general area. They're still. Well, here's a text from somebody who said we actually got a phone call from the police telling us about the bear, just as a kind of a warning to say, you know, be. Was be it a, a bear? Watch. 
Be aware there's a bear. All right, though, but do... Dog, they don't... bear! I, you gotta worry... Listen, you gotta worry about all wild animals, but right. like, black bears aren't known for attacking people. You need to know <laughs> if there is a bear in your neighborhood, No, I know dude. that. I you know that. You need to know that. I, I, I agree with that. There's a bear in your neighborhood. Yeah, no. It, it, they, they, but you don't hear black bear attacks, right? Yeah, well, you do occasionally. They're, 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 you do occasionally. It's not I mean, like, you don't... I mean, you don't hear of maulings and, and no. you know, people that have been eaten by black bears, but yes, right. there are Purple certain... nurples, wedgies, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, no, listen, the, the footage of the guy who is escorting the bear off of a campground, and then that's a black bear. Yeah, and a bear takes a swipe right. at him and, and, mm-hmm. like, and, and cuts, cuts him the hell up. Yeah, yeah. I have some bear watching skills only because for the past three years, every time my husband and I have gone away. Oh, that's fun to say still. Um, I know, right? Uh, I've been, I just want to see a bear. I want to see a bear in real life. So Have um, you? No, Steve. Well, then you have no skills. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, but but he has taught me where to find it. And pretty much um, because he's lived in Mammoth and, and Colorado and all of these places where there are bears frequently. Like, yeah. He would just tell me there's just you, you'd wake up and you'd look in your front yard and there'd be <sighs> bears. He literally we end up going and hanging out by dumpsters because oh. that's where the bears are. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. romantic. You have yet to see a bear and yeah. you're hanging out by dumpsters. Because, Steve, because. We only get like one night of vacation, and and Let's literally go look for bears by the dumpster. We'll yeah. be we'll be walking through. You know, we'll stay at some like resort during the the right. summer off season, um, some ski resort, and he'll kind of like divert our path and just start walking through the parking lots I, I, and lead me to the bumps, dumpsters because he's like, if we're gonna see a bear, this is the the craziest place. I but wouldn't do that. This is where you're gonna see it. I've yeah. seen two bears in the wild. Oh, I'm so jealous. Um, I saw one was at, uh, is it, was at Yellowstone, which, you know, there's plenty of bears there, and it was a grizzly and cubs, but I was way far away, and there were rangers there, and yeah. there were a lot of people pulled over, and so I didn't, you know, that didn't freak me out in any way, shape, or form. The other time was in Wyoming, and my son Carter and I, we were in one of those, um, uh, ATV, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. A Polaris, and we're driving along, and we're on this uh, path, and that we saw this black shape, and it was about 150 yards away, and that was as close as I wanted to get. We stopped, and I'm like, I'm not messing. It's it scared me, well, and it was way far away. Grizzly, and right? we were in it. We, no, it was a black bear. A black bear. Oh. So, See, yeah. but, but still, it was that it's far away, and we were in a vehicle. <laughs> But I, I stopped immediately. We we looked at it for a couple minutes. We turned around and got the hell out of there. I just don't. I oh no way! Nothing no to do way. with any bears, man. Because they can. They can they do I think they're wonderful animals on uh, on TV specials. <laughs> uh, but I would not want to come across one, especially you coming across one that had uh, cubs, because that's when it gets really da- uh, dangerous. Yes, yeah, Steve. Also, remember that I have the patience of of. A goldfish because I've never seen a shooting star because I won't wait long enough to watch the stars. But we did this summer. We went on a bike ride in a national park in Canada and we started following moose tracks. And then after like mile number three on the bike ride, we saw bear tracks. And so we followed those for about ten miles. And like they kept. Have you seen a bear yet? I haven't seen a bear. All right, but I'm I'm on my way. All right, this year, this summer will be the summer of the bear. (laughs) It's uh, it's interesting to me because um I find it just as fascinating as you guys do. But um my fiance grew up in the Poconos, they see them all the time. Yes. It's like seeing a squirrel or, or, or uh, you know, okay. a white-tailed deer or whatever. Yeah. They are in my in-laws' backyard 
constantly. And so for them, it's just not a big deal at all. Can well, I come and, hang out yes. at their house? <laughs> well, in this in this case, you have it in the Plymouth Meeting Mall, and they're saying it's staying in the general area, or at least they believe it's still in the general area. Mm-hmm. So what happens with, um? was there any report in the news about um, school uh, delays or anything no, of that nature? Not, no, I didn't see anything like that. Uh, but um, maybe he's at Redstone. I don't know. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. They um, serve salmon. Let me go to <laughs> Kevin. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, y'all. How are you? Good, buddy. What's up, man? So, fun fact about bears in general, and this isn't what you're supposed to do. You're really supposed to, especially with black bears, just wave your arms above your head and right. appear bigger than them. Yes. Um, but a fun phrase to know is, if you ever get into the encounter, you're actually supposed to like try and bite a black bear, like punch it in the nose or something. Okay. So you want to get in really close and bite it. No, no, yeah, fight it. Yeah. Oh, I just said fight. I think this is, yeah. Kevin, Kevin, hold on, hold on. This is if a, a face-to-face encounter is inevitable. It's happened. Yes. You, 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 number one, you try to get away or, or to, to, you know, to remain still. But if for you're some reason you're surprised, you're surprised, okay. all of a sudden, oh, my God, it's a bear. Bear watch. <laughs> He's there right there in front of you. Bear watch. And Let's then you're supposed away. to do what? So you're supposed to fight a black bear, but the phrase is, Black fight back, brown lay down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. (laughs) (laughs) So basically meaning if it's a black bear, you're supposed to fight back. If it's a grizzly, you're supposed to get in the fetal position and cover your neck. And if it's a polar bear, you're just... The last thing he said was white good night, which means you forget it, dude. We have heard, though, recent, and we reported on this recently, that were a Kodiak bear to face off with a polar bear, the Kodiak bear more than likely would win. So, so everyone, I've always thought that the polar bear was the, the by far the strongest and deadliest of the bear family. But no, they say it's the Kodiak bear mm. that is that is the best. Now, mind you, I know for a fact that the grizzly bear method of laying down and covering your neck has worked a couple of times. I think you've reported on it, Preston. You, you may get sliced up. But um, I think the best thing to do with this is stay at home, no bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to live in Vermont, so that was inevitable. Inevitable. All right, yeah. <laughs> well, man, so, so if it's black fight back, if it's brown lie down, and if it's white, good night. Wow. Yep. yep. All, right, All right. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate yep, it, dude. All right. Though uh, I would love to see a polar bear in the wild. I'll go to Mario. Mario, good morning. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yes. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> office pull. Well oh done. Oh, my God. Mario. Uh, so, all right. I'm 40 years old. We've been vacationing in the uh, in the Pocono area for uh, quite some time. All right. Never saw a bear. Everybody's like, oh, hey, be careful, bears. Nick, like you were saying, they're in the backyards. I've never seen one. I've looked around the dumpsters. Never seen one like Marissa. It's like kind of a bucket list thing, right? So we're in our vacation after Labor Day in September. I'm in the kitchen cleaning up. My wife's in the living room. She sees the the light go off on the front porch, and it's a sensor light. She says, babe, what, what's going on out there? Are you out there? I'm like, no, I'm in the kitchen. She's like, oh, it's probably a bear. I'm like, oh, yeah, bugs. I'll check it out. Sure enough, it's a damn black bear. <laughs> wow. This thing walked right out of the woods, right next to the hot tub. And just walked right next to my truck down the driveway. It was the weirdest chain of events of my life, honestly. By the way, when you when you see something, Mario, like that, in in context, they're enormous, are they not? Uh, yes, they are. I've seen bears before because I have worked at wildlife refuges. Uh, like it, we've talked about this before. Yeah. But anyway, so 
Uh, I've seen them before, so seeing them wasn't a thing. But seeing them in the wild next to my truck where if we were in the hot tub that night, it would have snuck up on us. You know what I mean? Where your children play with their toys. (laughs) I would have no idea. So, you know, immediately I close the door. I'm freaking out. And I know my bear thinks I, or my bear, my (laughs) wife would think I'm joking if I'm like, oh, my God, there's a bear out there. And I said it calm. So I freaked out. I'm like, you need to get up and come over here right now. Yeah, absolutely. Over to the door. My daughter, she's practicing karate to try to protect us. Yeah, uh, listen, you you did the right thing. Go inside and obviously, uh, you know... uh, uh, I, everyone has a methodology by which they believe they would handle a bear encounter. Yeah. I think the thing you're probably going to do is freak out like our bear watch friend did. Hell yeah. Bear watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, not to make Marissa jealous, but right after that, I went out back to see if I could see if maybe it went to the side of the woods. I look up in the so- sky and I actually, for the first time, saw the SpaceX satellites. Oh, wow. Line. <laughs> so I was like, babe, we need to go play the lottery or something. We need yeah, to yeah. Something. You know I mean? Sky bear. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. love you. Thanks, Mario. Appreciate it, bud. We'll see you later. Uh, I want to go over next to Michelle. Hi there, Michelle. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Oh, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Haven't heard from you we in a while. You'd have a bear story. Soon, aren't you lucky? Yeah. I've been waiting for this story. <laughs> I have bears on my property up the mountains. You have bears on oh, your yeah. property yeah. in the mountains. I own eighteen acres, two houses wow. from each other. And I've been seeing bears like crazy, cubs, everything. Last week, my husband's on the porch because it was raining. He's archery hunting deer. And there's a bear right across the street over by our trailer at the other house, which is a, a you know trailer you put stuff on. And um, he's just what he was huge walking around. They've been so close to me, and I'm not afraid of anything but snakes, that I was taking pictures <laughs> out my bedroom window, and I'm up high, and the bear, like, went to go after me, but he was like, you know, say, I don't know, I'm not good with footage, but he, it scared the crap out of me. Hey, Michelle, you said your husband was, was archery hunting bears? No, well, he don't know. He, he won't know. He was archery hunting deer. It's deer season. Oh, deer. Right? Okay. And then a, okay. Bear, a bear jumped in front of the arrow to take yeah, it for the deer. He, he was on because he had the blind out back down on the property, yeah. but it was raining so hard, so he had a, a blind on our porch. So he's sitting on the porch in a blind hunting arch deer archery because it seems like the deer are walking along. We have cameras there so we see what comes through. Yeah. Hey, Michelle, go ahead. Continue, continue. Well, I gotta tell you what the bear did last month. We had his truck parked across the street. The bear's bear's truck? (laughs) Can I park this here? (laughs) This ain't funny. It's kind of funny. We knew and we were unloading um, a new wood stove for the other house and he finds this piece of blue on the ground. Here was the handle to the, uh, the back door of his truck. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. And we're like, we could see, he says, what the hell? He looks and you could see where the bear was trying. Now, we don't keep food or nothing, you know. We know all about the critters and stuff. <laughs> the critters? The bear tried to get in the truck because there was paw marks. Luckily, he didn't scrape the truck, but there was <laughs> sl- uh, saliva and everything uh-huh. all from this bear trying to get it, and he pulled the handle off. Oh, my God. Yeah, they, they go for the handles. We hear that a lot. Uh, so, Michelle. So many cubs. I have so many pictures, if I could shoot them to you, of cubs right on my lawn, three cubs. With the bear, so, and the one bear's injured, so that's not good. How often do you think you get uh, an encounter? How, how many encounters a year do you think you have? Uh, this year, for some reason, there's a lot. Uh, the guy that we bought the house off, he used to hang raw meat 
out on a rebar, which we still had. The well, way. after you wash it, you got to let it dry. <laughs> why? Why would they do that? He, he was a big bear hunter, but he killed twenty five bears in Canada. But he never shot a bear there. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold one second. So, so he he was a bear hunter. He'd draw them onto his own property and he was, hunt. You yeah, can't bait bears. You can't bait bear. In Pennsylvania, he would go to Canada and ship. Oh, so he put him in a vehicle. Yeah, he'd drive him across the yeah, yeah, uh, to get, and shoot him. And basically, it was like the Godfather, Preston. The bear, would, the bear would be in the passenger seat, and he go, he go. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the other thing, when we got the house, the bears were coming up on our porch, so we would actually have to open the door and yell at them to get to get off our porch. It was a big thing when the kids up there were young; they would come. It was like they never saw a bear. Everybody wants to see a bear. Like Mar- Marissa, come to my house. I'll show you a bear. All right, all right. So- up. I gotta watch walking around because I go outside in a t-shirt, my underwear, just like. Walking around, and I and I have to yeah. remember. Like my husband has to carries a, a pistol on the side now. You know when he's riding around or whatever, just because these bears they disappear. Yeah, Marissa, why don't you and Matt go spend a week with Michelle and uh, <laughs> walk around in your underwear? Yeah, you guys can hang out a little vacation there and yeah. see some, see some bears. Well, Porky, take it. I'm not kidding. You can have a little honeymoon over there. So you, so let me ask you: You have two two homes. How many acres do you have up there, Michelle? Wow! Well, good for you, man. Yeah. Apparently, you're, it's crawling with a, a bear population. The top of the mountain. You own it? So I, yeah, I it's Michelle Mountain. You guys could wait, do a radio show from there. There's plenty of parking. You got the whole <laughs> top of the mountain. Plenty of parking. Okay. Well, we're out today at this fine institution because there's lots of parking. I don't think you're allowed to hunt from the porch, Michelle. Oh, oh we lost her. She was attacked by a bear. Oh, uh, she just, yeah. Oh, that's too bad. You're too yappy today. All right. I appreciate <laughs> the invite. You reveal all of our secrets. What's that, Marissa? I appreciate the invite. Marissa uh-huh. appreciates the invite. <laughs> uh, let me see here. We have lots of calls uh, coming. Yeah, let me go to this. This one sounds interesting. I have uh, Sonny. Hi, Sonny. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, magic. It's beautiful. Oh, Casey was cringing during that Sunday. What's up, bud? Hey, what's happening? Good morning. So, my family has a house up in the Poconos. So, we went up there. uh, We got up there late. And uh, I have an 11 year old. So, we get there and he's having a meltdown. Um, Normal. So, I'm trying to be like the strong dad. I'm trying to stand my ground. So I'm like, that's it. We're leaving. That's a wrap. I brought you up here. I can't have a weekend like this. So I grabbed the bags and I'm walking out the front door and there's two cars parked. So I walk in between the cars and there's this furry tractor just laying on the ground eating this gigantic black bear. Oh my God. So I look at it and I'm like, that's a wrap. So I turn around and I froze. This bear got up and started moving and I've never seen the amount of mass and muscle and how fast something can move. That is that big. Wow. And I- yeah, Sonny, that's that's what I was saying, is that, again, you put, you put in context, you're near your vehicle or whatever, and you see how big and the undulating, you know, massiveness of these freaking things, and you just crap yourself. So what happened? So it, it got up, and it took off into the woods. And I'm looking, and I'm still by the front door. I can't move. I got back to my hand, and I'm thinking, please let that have not been a baby. Because I know 
there's going to be a mother somewhere. Yeah. She's going to be pretty angry at what's happening. So we stayed the weekend. It worked out that way. Um, my son won. So we went back in and uh, he continued to have a meltdown. But we, we got to stay. Well, you, you, uh, then, then your radar, your head's on a pivot then when you know that you have bear around you that close. Oh, yeah. We, we were... We took the car to the, uh, the lake. You should have done like Michelle and set up a bear blind on the porch of the house <laughs> and just murdered wildlife from your foyer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're lucky. I mean, you came across one in a, in a confined space in between two cars like that and kind of surprised it. You you definitely avoided some kind of a bad encounter. Oh, my God, you scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Jesus. It jumped up. I was like, nope. And it jumped up. And I, and I went the other way. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe I just had, that just happened. Almost like... Let's hit rewind. Did I see that? Did that really happen? Right, right. Yeah, yeah in your mind. Yeah. No, right. absolutely. Well, thanks, Sonny. Appreciate it. Could end it poorly. Yeah. Surprise! So, any, surprise a bear in any situation. It's going to be a problem. That's obviously why they've they've put the word out and they're calling neighbors to say, you know, be careful. Uh, there's, you know, this is spotted in the area. Park away from the bear. Yeah. If yeah. you can, if you're going to the Plymouth Meeting Mall. But they still say it's, they believe it's in that area. Now, everyone's talked about that farm that's supposedly right behind Plymouth Meeting. You're right. All right. Maybe it's on that farm. Uh, let me go to Andy. Hi there, Andy. You are on the air. Good morning. Andy! <laughs> Andy from Germantown. Hey! hey! Andy! <laughs> so, my wife and I threw hike the Appalachian Trail a couple of years ago, and we had a bunch of bear encounters. Um, we're down in the Smokies where there's a bear that's supposed to be every, like, three square miles. We didn't see a single one. Huh. Shenandoah, we were hiking down a trail, come around a bend, and there's a bear walking up the trail towards us. Just walking up the trail. And uh, he's being pushed by, like, some tourists and day hikers. They're just taking pictures as he's going. And so I jump in front of my wife. Say, get behind me and get the camera. <laughs> and so she took a picture and got the camera of the, of the bear. And so as, as you were hiking along, when you're hiking along like that, uh, Andy, and, I mean, because anytime I've been around uh, on a trail or even when I was in Alaska, they, they tell you to make noise as you're, as you're walking along just to That's scare them. Uh, and you, you were doing that? So not while we were hiking, um, I jumped in front and I started making these ooga booga sounds. Yeah, and ooga booga. Kind of off. It wasn't like he was scared. He just <laughs> like, did you oh. say ooga booga? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so it, it didn't work. But but so you you weren't getting your your uh, promised uh, bear quotient, but you happened to, just by happenstance you encounter one walking towards you. Yeah, I just you know he was out for a hike. Yeah, uh, the bear doesn't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Bear. I didn't know there was a mole here. Um, there, a bear kind of circled our camp all night long because he could smell the food that we had cooked that night. Ah, uh, yep. Salmon. Cedar things moving through the forest. It sounds creepy. Oh, uh, listen, sure. at night in, in, in darkness, and I haven't done virtually, uh, you guys have done way more camping than I have. Mm -hmm. But that's why the Blair Witch Project works so well. <laughs> you hear you hear like a, a, right, a, 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 a branch breaking somewhere and you're like, Sandy, what in the hell is that? Yeah, yeah there's uh, I have some wooded areas near me and if we're walking around, especially around dusk, um, that's when, uh, you know, deer are out foraging and stuff like that and you'll hear something big move yeah. not too far away from you in the woods. And I know it's a deer. Yeah. This scares the hell out of me every you single time. You can't be sure. Yeah. Have you ever had had anything? Is it mostly deer? Have you ever had anything else of no. any? Okay, no, no nah, bear, just, no just, nothing, just deer. But they're big enough to where they make enough racket to where it's like, dude, what the hell was I'll that? Something, uh -huh. you, you know? You have like an eight point buck charge at you or something? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Oh, they they can yeah. they can win. You you versus that animal, they yeah. they outweigh you. They, they they can take care of you. Even the squirrels and you, chipmunks, you know, the little sounds that they, they make rustling through the woods. If yeah. you if you can't you have see a squirrel it? charge at you in the dark? Yeah. Terrifying. It'll bruise your ankle. No, I've, I've I've come a, uh, I've stumbled upon a rabbit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it just takes off and it's like yeah. scared that what the hell was that? We're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the worst. Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. Yeah. I have been uh, startled by my own shadow on many, many occasions. You know, whether <laughs> you're like that kid, right. the kid in the park, and they won't leave me alone. You know what sucks is sometimes when you're like you're riding your bike at night and you ride underneath a street light and the oh. shadow comes <laughs> out of nowhere and it comes yeah. racing up past yes. you. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I had this morning. I went to the other side of the hall to get some uh, printer paper, and I'm and I'm picking down. I pick up the printer paper, and there's there's glass. Yeah, uh, a lot of people have glass walls, right? Yeah, in their offices, and I turn around, and, and there's me looking me at me right back, and I was like, hey, hey, you want to go? It's just me. <laughs> It's okay. It's just me. Uh, but yes, I know what you're saying. You can be startled. And, and if it were to actually be a bear in person, uh, that would be that would be pretty damn terrifying for a moment. Uh, let me see here. We have loads of calls of people that have had bear encounters, but uh, we're not going to have time to go to them Unbelievable. All. Yeah, let me see. This is a bear. Been on hold the longest. Uh, Ram bear. Uh, let me go to Spencer because he's been on hold for a while. Hi, Spencer, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's up, my man? Um, so we had a house in Jim, around Jim Thorpe in the Poconos. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was about 13, 14. And my younger brother was five or six. We're having a catch in the backyard. And my mom comes to the sliding door. And she's like screaming. I could see, you know, her face was terrified. She's like, you guys got to come inside right now. So I turn around, and uh, I'd say this black bear is about three three feet, four feet from me. Oh, my God. Right, right behind me. Wow. And uh, so I scoop up my younger brother. Guess who? And <laughs> in a typical, like, horror movie fashion, go to run, and my legs just don't don't even work. They're like jello. Wow. So, like flailing uh flailing to the house, but uh, the bear didn't care. was more worried about whatever it was eating. So. Well, three to, three to four feet away, and again, Ooh. they say if uh, they, they say the, if you're a kid, I don't know how you can pull this up, but to act bigger, yeah. to put your arms out. Now, yeah. what, what is it? If it's brown, flush it down. Yeah. No. <laughs> if it's yellow, let it mellow. It was uh, black fight back, brown lay down, white good night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, so my cousin, she was, uh, in, she was doing like an outward bound type of thing in Alaska, and she saw a Kodiak is a Kodiak a grizzly? Kodiaks are, no, are it's not a grizzly. Okay, it's, no, it's, it's not, not a grizzly. So then it was a grizzly. She saw a grizzly, and it was a decent amount of way, hundreds of yards away, but still decided she needed to run and get out of there. She ended up falling and like shattering her leg. <sighs> Whoa! She didn't get attacked by the bear, but I mean, you think about they, they, you that just guy made this very easy, for <laughs> right? <laughs> but that guy saying, you know, that's adorable. My lo- my legs locked up. Like, yeah, I think about think yeah. about the moment of panic i mean think about again um you know you hear about these people uh you know who uh, there's so many stories where the, the person was walking along rounded the corner and there was the bear with cubs good night that's it you know uh if you're that close and they can cover ground pretty quickly yeah 
Uh, so here you go. Here are the differences between Casey Grizzly and Kodiak bears. Uh, Kodiak, which inhabit Alaska's Kodiak Island, are and, and nearby islands are sometimes uh, called grizzlies because of their superficial physical similarities to grizzly bears. However, Kodiak bears are larger in size, and the ranges of Kodiak bears and grizzly bears do not overlap. So we were on that island, the Co- Co- and oh, we wow. were up on a tram. So we ride this tram up the side of the hill, and from that vantage point, if you're lucky, and we were, we saw two Kodiak bears. Wow. From that height, you're like, mother of God. Yeah, they're huge. Huge. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is Black Bear in Plymouth meeting. Keep an eye out. Uh, bear and, watch. Yep. Bear watch. Be on the bear watch. And, Holy uh, mama. Hopefully. Hopefully. Just don't bring your dog. Well, it'd be great if... Dog. The bear. <laughs> if they could get him and then move him on to somewhere that's a little less... Inhabited and and he'll uh, tell he most escapees she. end up at Longwood. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, most escapees <laughs> is a very popular place for right. humans and bears alike. Yeah, uh, exactly. That are on the run. All right, but thank you for the calls. We do appreciate it. We need to take a break. We're going to get to the bizarre file when we return a little later on this morning. Our buddy Rich Voss is stopping by. He's going to be a punchline. So hang out for a bit on a beautiful Friday morning. We'll be right back. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. Preston and Steve. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'm going to do my best uh, froggy impression right now. It's Friday!
present Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. We're on to this morning by Sports and Social. Cheer on the birds. Just steps away from the stadium at Sports and Social in Live Casino and Hotel Philly. You can watch the game on a 52-foot big screen with halftime contests, Bud Light giveaways, memorabilia, and more. Let us start with this. A D.C. firefighter who, with his partner, stopped for some fast food while on an emergency call has been terminated. Uh, apparently, they had stopped at the Chick-fil-A in Northeast nah, D.C. I can kind of see that. At around 4 p.m. instead of responding to a call for a woman suffering chest pain about a mile away. Well, what, are you going to show up at an emergency when you're a little peckish? Yeah. The fire Fighter said that they had already uh, ordered their food on an app Come on. when the emergency call came in. So they decided to stop for, and this is according to the report, literally a few minutes tops. <laughs> tops. Uh, the report was written by one of the firefighters and said there was no delay in patient care or response. On a scale from 1 to 10, what kind of pain are you experiencing? Uh, however, sources familiar with the investigation said the reason that the ambulance was assigned to the call is because it was closer than a medic unit. You know oh. what sucks, though? The, um, the Chick-fil-A app, you order, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to be there in 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And right. then... You get there, and you have to let them know that you're there, and that's kind of like when they start making your food. Oh. Well, then, to me, that's that's bad, because yeah. of the other ones... That makes no like, sense. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. No, you're supposed to get there, and there's an area where your stuff is... You Already got it. You're ready good to, to go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Grab it and run. Good. Get to that woman having a heart attack. A trial board heard the terminated fighters, firefighter's case, and a decision was made to end his employment. Excuse me. I'm responding to a crisis, but you left the french fries out of the order. <laughs> Uh, Authorities who responded to a call about a possible human remains at the bottom of a Washington River ended up discovering a prank in lieu of actual bones. But this is pretty good. Officer uh, Severin Erickson and a Border Patrol agent arrived to the scene after a paddleboarder reported seeing the human remains in a cave on the Penn Oriole River. Uh, Erickson and the detective rode jet skis toward the area and swam inside the cave to investigate. Erickson said the detectives spotted what they thought was a skull. So Erickson put on some goggles and dove to the bottom to get a closer look. Uh, the reported remains turned out to be a plastic skull beer bong. Oh, God. That had been stuffed full of rocks. Oh, my God. So the beer bong consisted of a fake skull and a spinal column that a person would use to quickly funnel beer into someone's mouth. So the funnel yeah. is, the, is the skull. That's awesome. And the, That's awesome. And the spinal column column is the tube. It's hilarious. It, it looks great. It really <laughs> looks like a nice novelty item. Uh, the officer speculated the skull was placed in the river as a Halloween prank, and while the post is generating some attention, <clears throat> excuse me, police are hoping that others do not try any similar pranks. Anyone wishing to live the so-called Florida man life without facing the consequences of being one has a chance to participate in the inaugural Florida man games, which is coming up in February. Florida man memes and headlines will come to life in this real-time event with competitors and events like running through an obstacle course while evading an actual cop, a Mm. beer beer belly sumo, chicken coop bingo, a mechanical gator. I love that. (laughs) Gotta have the gator. 
and a cash grab inside of a booth that has hurricane force winds. <laughs> and also a mullet contest as well. Uh, tickets for spectators range from $45 in general admission, $145 VIP for the event, which will be February 24th at the Francis Field in St. Augustine, Florida. Restoration uh, to become, or I'm sorry, registration to become one of the 16 teams chosen from across Florida ends on November 15th and teams will be selected at the end of November. Teams are composed of five members, at least 18 years old, and one member will participate in each event. So. By the way, the website is great. The yeah, illustrations great. are hilarious. Yeah, agreed. agreed. The artist who did those yeah, yeah. is pretty damn awesome. All right. A Polish bishop has resigned following a scandal involving a raunchy parter, party and deceased participant. According to local media... It- Got a little out of hand. <laughs> Bishop uh, Gregory Kazak <clears throat> did not give a reason for leaving his position, but the move follows a police inquiry into a member of his diocese. One of Kazak's priests is currently in investigation regarding an orgy gone wrong. Wow, man. You're not yeah. supposed to do that. Uh, the incident reportedly involved the priest, a male sex worker, and another participant. I mean, I wouldn't call that an orgy. I'd call that a threesome. Unfortunately, one of the alleged participants died after consuming performance-enhancing pills. Oh, man. Yeah. Like Viagra? It doesn't say, yeah. but the Pope has accepted the oh, bishop's... I just went to hell in a hand basket. ...resignation. But this was a bishop, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mercedes, uh-huh. you're going to have to go home now. Wow. So, all right. A man accused of attacking a skateboarder with a machete because he allegedly thought uh, the skateboarder was a fish. Okay. <laughs> well, hell. You know, sometimes you see a llama, sometimes you see a fish. Ryan Neal Davis was booked into the St. Uh, into the Salt Lake County Jail for aggravated assault. According to police, a man had been skateboarding on the sidewalk just before 1 a.m. Wednesday. A man that Dave passed Davis. Davis produced a large machete and swung into the victim, striking him on the left forearm, causing a half-inch laceration that will require stitches. When questioned about the assault, Davis allegedly stated that he was attempting to cause the victim harm because he thought the victim was a fish. I I thought he was a fish, officer. And this comes uh, less than two months after Davis was convicted of three counts of attempted aggravated assault. In that case, he was approached. He had approached three fast food employees and threatened them with a knife while demanding food as well. So apparently, was it, was it his contention that the fish was using a skateboard? I don't know. Yeah, uh, but I guess he was on some kind of drugs or something. Seahorses, yeah, forever. Uh, Davis is also facing a charge after allegedly making a threat of violence at a Salt Lake City gas station. He failed to show up to a court hearing for that. You guys remember last year, or no, 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 earlier this year when we drove across the country. Yes. When we were in Phoenix. Uh, we were at the Duncan early in the morning and we decided to buy Duncan for everybody that was in there. There Very was a nice. guy there who it's... You think he was on I, something? I, well, no, I think he was not. Uh, I think he was unhoused, possibly, and oh, okay. he was on a bike. So I bought him some stuff, and dude, he went out to his bike and he pulls a machete out. And I was like, okay, we need to keep our distance away from this right, guy. Right. Now, he didn't pull the machete out to like attack anybody. But I'm like, why is this dude just riding a bike? You're on, on the radio. You're a fish, and you're on the radio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he didn't. But he he didn't, no, he didn't it, attack uh, us or anything right. like that. But I was like, this is uh, this is bizarre. Why? Yeah, you, let's step away from the guy yeah. with the machete. This is my Duncan machete. <laughs> And that's what Seahorses I Seahorses forever. In the Bizarre File for you this morning, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back. When we return, I promise you your chance to win all kinds of stuff because we're going to get into the connoisseur oh. when we get back. And uh, many, many prizes to be won during that segment as well. We'll come back in a second to hang out. WMMR is getting into the spirit of spooky season. Listen, I 
made out of rock. Weekend. We're playing musical tricks and treats each hour this weekend. Enjoy all the special ear candy we're doling out. I got a chocolate bar. I got a rock. Including blocks of your favorite MM artists. Complete with deep cuts, double shots, and special live and rare MM archive audio edibles. So tune in or scream. I mean, stream MMR all weekend like good little girls and boys. From the freaks and geeks at 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I got a rock. Halloween. Before we get into, well, this is food related, actually. Casey, go ahead and give me the music All real right. quick here. It's time for the connoisseur with the first food related item. Yes, and Marissa. And Marissa is the guest connoisseur for a moment because you want to talk about food trucks and oh, fireworks. Yes, of course. Yeah, we made an announcement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That is going to happen on Monday, the first day of Camp Out for Hunger. Yep. Um, we're going to have all new food trucks this year. Wow. Um, and there might be a slot or two open. So if you have a food truck um, and you would like to participate, send me an email, marissa at wmmr.com. And we're finalizing the lineup. Maybe by next week we can ha- make an announcement okay. of and everybody's participating. Yeah, excellent. I know you're being very fastidious about getting yeah. the information up so that people can see what's going to be represented. It's yeah. going to be very exciting. And to start the week off this way is going to be amazing. Yeah, I get emails all the time about volunteering or what to bring or actually what to do, where to park. WMMR.com slash campout has everything you could want. Nice. All right. So food trucks and fireworks, all new food trucks this year. Yeah. Which is really cool. You all right, dude? Yeah. yeah, You something in your eye? I'm... I think I got it this time. Okay. <laughs> Casey was be- he was doubled over. And, oh man! Uh, no, no, no! I don't wasn't doubled over for any other. Were you farting? I, mean, I not currently. <laughs> <laughs> but I Doesn't was mean earlier. It's not on the table. Uh, no, I just had something in my eye, and I thought I got it, and then I didn't, and then oh. I thought I got it again, and well, I you need a tracheotomy. Yeah, no, it's probably an eyelash. That I, sucks. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Oh, or, it, it's your own hair. It could I be my that. eyebrows, uh, which I've been meaning to shave lately. There, I just. Yeah, yours are sticking out. <laughs> Dude, what, what is it about the human evolution that requires us to have protective bushy eyebrows as we get older? Dude, you know? my dad basically <laughs> didn't have any eyebrows except for those like... Like whiskers. I mean, well, he looked like a freaking cat. Look at my laugh. I have matrix eyebrows. Like, I have virtually non-existent. Yeah. And yet, they're still doing the overgrowing thing. I'm like, whoa, come on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Trim those up. All right. Sorry um, about that. That's all right. All right. Here we go. First Connor, story. Sir, we're done talking about eyebrows. Yeah. Now the uh, the first uh, legit, I mean, not that that story was, was, was legit, legit food trucks and fireworks, but this is from my uh, stuff that I've put aside. So, uh, this is from a couple of days ago, but I saved it for the connoisseur. Maybe you heard it. Maybe you haven't. But uh, Taco Tuesday, if you celebrate in your house. You can now do it without fear because Taco Bell has settled the lawsuit to free the term from its former trademark holders. Prior to Taco Bell's recent action, it was owned by two separate restaurants. We've talked about this many times. Yes. The first was Taco John's, which is a uh, regional chain. That held the trademark Taco Tuesday in 49 states, and Taco John's was quick to drop its claim after Taco Bell uh, started its campaign, uh, concerned that it couldn't afford to legally battle a much larger larger rival. Which Uh, they're probably right. uh, The bigger challenge, unexpectedly, came from New Jersey, in Summers Point, actually. Uh, It was owned by Gregory's Restaurant and Bar. Uh, uh, The owner, Gregory Gregory, that's actually his name. Gregory Gregory, I love it had been uh, holding out against Taco Bell until this past week. Gregory's has finally agreed to part ways 
with Taco Tuesday. I'm going to assume a large settlement came out of this, but there That's is no what I'm thinking. word. He can buy another Gregory. Specifically on this, but in response to the news, Taco Bell executive Sean uh, Tresvant said, uh, when we set out to free Taco Tuesday, we did it for all who make, sell, eat, and celebrate tacos. Yeah. It's well, beautiful. Well, it may seem uh, surprising a local restaurant could hold out uh, longer than a big chain. Uh, the suit was complicated by the fact that the proprietor, Gregory's, claims that he was the one who invented the term from the very beginning. Like, he came he up with He created the term Taco Tuesday. So he claimed that the idea for Taco Tuesday came to him in, in 1978. He had taken over his parents' restaurant and wanted to add tacos to the menu after seeing how popular the then-novel food had been at a Philadelphia mall. I'm not sure which mall. That he saw him. The, the one with the bear. Alliteration was supposedly inspired by a bar down the street that had a uh, an event called Drink and Drown Wednesday. So Drink and Drown Wednesday. So Taco Tuesday was born out of that. Casey, I'm going to yeah. give you a gift. Yeah. Wetzel's Wednesdays. Uh, well, Ooh. I was thinking of Wacko Wednesdays or maybe uh, Thaco Thursdays. I don't know. After the success. <laughs> That was, pro- that was great, wasn't it? Of the promotion. <laughs> Just love that both of you guys were thinking of it at the same time. Waco Wednesday. W- Waco Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Gregory's was awarded the trademark yeah. in uh, 1982 for New Jersey only for the state of New Jersey. So Gregory's was understandably <laughs> resistant uh, to giving up the term at first and felt that Taco Bell was making it uh, look bad with its talk of freeing Taco Tuesday and weekly giveaways of free tacos. However, as part of Taco Bell's victory announcement, Gregory released a statement himself saying, Taco Tuesday has always been a source of pride for my family and our restaurant, but we recognize Taco Tuesday is widely celebrated and embraced beyond our four walls, adding that they were excited to share the term. Whatever you do, don't give Taco Tuesday to any national company. Uh, The dark side of the story is that fighting against Taco Bell's lawyers likely would have been an unbearable financial burden on the small restaurant. I think your call on a settlement of some import. Listen, I would uh, hope so. Because I would, also, th- I would hope that Taco Bell would give them something. Flip it this way, Preston. You're talking about, uh, obviously, so Taco, positioned it, Taco Bell positioned it as we're freeing this up for everyone to use. However, on Taco Bell's side, it looks like they're coming down on a small business, right. which is not good PR either. So they made nice, and I'm sure there was a cash settlement. Uh, what if we just made an entire month out of it and called it Tocktober? Tocktober. Huh? Huh? Okay. Would you call it Tocktober or Tacotober? Tacotober. Tacotober might be Tocktober better. Tocktober doesn't, yeah. doesn't make sense. So it, Taco- you'll think it's a clock-related thing. Taco Bell is celebrating the end of the dispute with free Doritos Locos Tacos on November 21st for Taco Bell Rewards members in New Jersey. Olay! While the rest of us can uh, feel free to celebrate Taco Tuesday anywhere, anytime we want. Uh, we will be having... Tacos yes, on will. Tuesday because it's Halloween, and that is our absolute must have taco meal. Turkey tacos, right? Turkey tacos. No, yeah. I'm fine with beef tacos, but yeah. I also like turkey tacos. Yeah. Don't I, don't go, don't sleep on the turkey tacos. We do chili on Halloween. Uh, do you? Yes. Yes. All right. Chili's uh, a winner as well. So we are now going to uh, play a clip. Oh. Movie clip to see if you can guess what uh, movie this food clip is from. And let's just go ahead and roll it. Here's the first one. In your experience, was Sonny a good father to Julian? Oh, yes. <laughs> they make terrific pair. They went together like lamb and tuna fish. <laughs> lamb and tuna fish? <laughs> Maybe you like spaghetti and meatball? <laughs> you more comfortable with that analogy? All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know what movie that is from. Order up. 
A survey of 2,000 adults found that the average American has not tried a new restaurant in five months. And the average American has not tried a new restaurant in five months. Yes. That seems that doesn't seem outlandish to me. That seems yeah. I mean, you you listen. More often than not, you find the places that you really like, and when you're looking forward to going out, you go to the restaurants that you know are going to be consistently consistently delivering what you're looking yeah. for. Yep. Sometimes, what was the last new restaurant you went to, Preston? New restaurant, man. Um, probably not that long ago, but nothing is. Uh... Where'd you guys go for Rochelle's birthday? Well, the that's melting tonight. pot. That's tonight. That's tonight. Well, yeah, you well, guys just went out for somebody. Or the melting pot. Because uh, it's fun. Um, yeah, we did. You went somewhere near Harleysville. Uh, see, you know what we'll do? <laughs> what we'll do, honestly, is we'll leave... Like, like if we're going to a new event or something, a lot oh. of times we'll go to we'll go to our seven, six or seven restaurants that we know are going to give us what we're looking for, and that's yeah. it. We're kind of a creature of habit. We went to the Farmer's Daughter, uh, which is in um, Bluebell, but we've been there before, so that's not a new restaurant. Well, to have you say. dinner, you're going to have to sleep with my daughter. <laughs> now, my, my friend, <laughs> now my friends, uh, the Chapmans, they they are usually our hey, let's let's try this place. You know, they're adventurous. Yeah, we we but tend you, to we start to think about it. And we're like, well, we haven't been there yet. But they have know. that sandwich. That's what happens with me. Is like I go, oh, but that uh, they had they make a great cedar plank salmon. I, I want that. Well, what I was saying is we'll, we'll see places and go. No, nah, I don't know if we want to go there or not because we haven't been there. And what if we don't like it? And then we'll, why don't we go here because we know that place is good. Do you yeah. know, what the, to me, the, the deciding factor is. I always say this to my wife: How hungry are you? If you if you if you're not so hungry, you can be adventurous and perhaps end up losing. However, if you are hungry, go to a, an old standby. That's usually last minute. You know, right. yeah, 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 you'll yeah. make that decision. But if yeah. you're planning uh, to, to go with people, you know, sometimes you'd try the new place. I went to a BYO down the shore, which I highly recommend, Preston, uh, for you and Casey, since you're down there so often. It's called Grana. It's in. Um, Cape May, yeah, and I'd never been, and Casey came, highly recommended to me, and I was not disappointed, so for me, that was my latest new restaurant, and it was really damn good. <laughs> you know the place I went to, Case? Copper Dog. Oh, that's right. That's Cape I, May? I'd yeah. never been, no, no, it's in Wildwood. Wildwood. Oh, okay. And and so that is a new restaurant. The Copper Dog. Yeah, so i And uh, is there, in fact, a Copper Dog there? Uh, they have, like, a Copper Dog logo, but oh, I didn't right. say a dog made of copper. Wildwood, woof, so woof. There may have been, I don't know. I'm very much not the average American. Well, no, yeah, you go, this is your entire life. Yeah. In five months, I probably, so we record our podcast every two weeks. I probably try at least almost five new restaurants. So, Marissa does a sort of a culinary podcast. So you're, you have all these yeah. chefs and people that are coming on and you, you're, you're being introduced to all these new locations. Yeah, well, and people always ask me, what's my favorite restaurant? And my favorite restaurant is the restaurant I've never been to. Okay. Like that's how, if, when okay. I'm going out, if somebody puts options out there, I just want to try the one I haven't been to before. I like that. Which yeah. is also, um, we always joke about the way that my friends and I eat compared to you guys. You order one dish and you eat your dish where we like to go out and try all the dishes because then that gives you another opportunity to try other restaurants because you've already sure. tried a lot of the menu. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I get it. Uh, so the survey also found that the average respondent hasn't found a new TV show in four months. Oh, oh so now we're heading out of <laughs> Oh, come on now. I, I didn't even it's know ridiculous. that. ridiculous. I mainly thought Don't this was... Don't insult us. I thought this was... Uh, no, one, no one told me that was... <laughs> So anyhow, but yeah, keep that in mind. Uh, yeah. if, if you haven't gone to a new restaurant, if you've only been to like one or two new restaurants in this entire year, that's pretty standard. That's that's. Uh, I will tell you this: the average supporting restaurant. It, it's such a tough business. Yeah, that when you can, if you do have the ability to go out and, and do that, that's always a wonderful thing to do. 
right? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without question. All right, let's see if somebody knows what movie... Well, we don't need the music. Okay, I like what, the music. What movie this clip is from? In your experience, was Sonny a good father to Julian? Oh, yes. They make terrific pair. They went together like lamb and tuna fish. <laughs> lamb and tuna fish? Maybe you like spaghetti and meatball? <laughs> Be more comfortable with that analogy? All right, we'll go to Dan. Good morning, Dan. Good morning to see you. Good morning, it, Dan. What movie is that from? Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Ah! That is correct. Hang on a second. Here's what we have. Dan, you got a case of new Belgium Voodoo Ranger Hard Charge Tea. Sometimes the easiest choice is the hardest. Introducing Voodoo Rangers Hard Charge Tea with 7% ABV in every delicious sip. All right. We're going to do another one. Uh, let's see if you can figure out what movie this is from. This is Steve, this is a tough one. I'm, I'm curious if you will get this. All right. It's a little bit on the obscure side, right? right? What movie is this clip from? This food clip. I want Fruit Loops. Eat Cheerios. You eat Cheerios. I want Fruit Loops. You eat Cheerios. All right, two one five two six three WMMR. This is going to be hard. Uh huh. Well, play play one more time. Okay. Can you? Yeah. I want Fruit Loops. Eat Cheerios. You eat Cheerios. I want Fruit Loops. You eat Cheerios. All right, two one five two six three WMMR. After cementing itself as the premier buffet chain to survive the pandemic, Golden Corral has found opportunities to expand its brand. And now after debuting new restaurant designs for its flagship concept, the company is opening an entirely new fast casual spinoff restaurant equipped with a drive-thru and various on-the-go offerings. All right. So, so Go- Golden Corral drive-thru. How do you even... So it's not... I a, know. It's, well, it's, then it's not a buffet, right? Yeah. You I, don't drive up to this long buffet window that's sticking out. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, so they're, they're going to make it a little yeah. bit different, I guess. Here's your seven-foot spoon. As the nation's restaurant news reported in May of this year, the first Homeward Kitchen, that's what it's going to be called, will uh, debut this December in Southern Pines, North Carolina, taking over space shuttered uh, of a shuttered Chick-fil-A. You want potatoes with that? Homeward Chicken will have space for dine-in, take-out, and drive-thru, as Golden Corral hopes to attract younger consumers and those otherwise on the go. Kids and their drive-thru buffets. That's all they talk about. So I wonder how this will be, if it will be as... As fast foody as say Boston Market was, I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess that they're going to refine the menu a bit. That it won't be as buffetish. It sounds like they're going for a, a take up. Correct? Like they're not they're getting more casual. They're just getting they're getting a little bit more. No, this is going to be a little more casual. You think so? Be, yeah. I never yeah. thought it was of Golden Corral as no, but but like. Um, I don't want to get dressed up for Golden Corral. No, but like Chipotle and and uh, th- those Era. are called fast casual, right? Yeah, Chipotle and Cordoba and, and Panera. So I think they're going for that. Yeah, Go- I noticed a but Boston- with a drive through. I noticed a Boston Market with a drive through the other day. So oh. maybe it's kind of that. Okay, and uh, all menu items available? Would you I know? Don't know. I didn't drive through it, but I assume so. My mind is reeling. Yeah. So a another, uh, according to the takeout, the new restaurant 
Concepts menu will feature a 12-hour slow-cooked pot roast with home-style vegetables, fried chicken, half-pound meatloaf sandwich, meatloaf sandwich, <laughs> uh, Cajun mac and cheese balls, okay. cheese balls, fried green tomatoes, yum, and two varieties of chicken sandwich, the Nashville and hot honey. Well, that's interesting. Uh, the lineup illustrates that Homeward Kitchen aims to offer the same comfort food Golden Corral customers are used to, just modified for less of a sit-down format. Uh, breakfast items will also be on offer, including sandwiches and bowls, overnight oats, and breakfast bakes. Uh, Henri, could you get us into a table? Right this way, sir. Uh, the new restaurant isn't Golden Corral's only spinoff, either. The company is also testing a full-service steak concept called GC Grill House by Golden Corral uh-huh. in Florida. And the menu features pot roast, fried chicken, and yeast rolls. <laughs> and new items like porterhouse steak, filet mignon, Gum. Uh, grilled pork chops and shrimp entrees. All right, so uh, it's all in the same pocket. Yeah, I get it. So Golden Crowl is ready to be more than just the last buffet standing. So they're going for fast casual. Mm. I wonder if they were going to go really like high end, like low GC. Should be kind of interesting. We'll <laughs> see. All right, let's see if we can get a winner. What movie is this food clip from? I want Fruit Loops. Eat Cheerios. You eat Cheerios. I want Fruit Loops. You eat Cheerios. All right, uh, let me go to Krista, see if she knows the answer. Hi, Krista, good morning. Hi, good morning. Good. All right, Krista, what movie is that from? Dolls. Be more specific. Dolls 1. Even more specific than that. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Oh, Try another I, 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 what's that? Try another number. Yeah. <laughs> Dolls 2? Yeah! Oh, <laughs> Be more specific than Jaws 1. Jaws right. 2. Krista, here's what we have for you. Hey, you got a case of new Belgian Voodoo Ranger Hard Charge Tea. Sometimes the easiest choice is the hardest. Introducing Voodoo Rangers Hard Charge Tea with 7% ABV in every delicious Some sip. people believe that Jaws 2 is superior to Jaws 1. Really? I made that Do up. they? No, no one oh, does. Okay. Oh. All right. Uh, next clip for right. you to identify. What movie is this? Food clip from. This uh, is easy. All right, ready? Yep. Yeah, this is an easy one. Here we go. Now see, they got the Big Mac. I got the Big Mick. <laughs> we both got two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions. But they use a sesame seed bun. My buns have no seats. All right, two one five two six three WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. All right, order up next story. This one's kind of lengthy, but I'll try to boil it down for you a little bit. A psychologist has revealed the deeper meaning behind your spreading on toast preferences. <laughs> okay. Well, we know that this is something that impacts you greatly, Casey. You want maximum butter coverage. Yes. Right. It's not like I need a ton No, you of just butter. want it evenly distributed. I just need it evenly distributed. The butter also has to be proper temperature, Yes. Too. It can't be cold 92 degrees Fahrenheit. And ripping up the bread. And I know that this doesn't really do much, but when I put my toast in my own toaster, I'm doing this at home, I take the butter and I put it right next to the toaster in oh. hopes it that it's going to warm it up. It doesn't, but whatever. I taught you uh, when you get the, the, the little pad of butter, which is too warm, uh-huh. you can either hold it in your hand or if you have coffee, you hold it, uh, you put it up next to the yes. uh, coffee cup and it will lightly... Uh, uh, kind of melted a little bit. I like to rest it gently on a running hot rod engine. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love the surprise butter at a diner. What like does that when mean? You get the su- when you get toast and and it's already buttered. Okay. Yeah. Do you like yeah. whipped butter? 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I do. Right. Witch butter is yeah. a whole other realm of that's how that's how you eat at the fancier Golden Corral. All right, human behavioral expert Darren Staunton said in the seemingly mundane act of putting a spread on your toast, layers of our personality are unveiled. Some spread with precision, others with spontaneity. How we spread mirrors our resilience, patience, and attention to detail. This seemingly simple task becomes a canvas of our subconscious, revealing traits we may not be even aware of. Hmm. The next time you spread your toast, remember. Remember, you could be revealing more about your personality than you might think. So I have uh, the various types. Break it down. All Let's right. rip the Band-Aid Let's, off and find did out. Do you want to say something first? Well, yeah, I just want to say I am patient when it comes to, like, I, I will put my pat of butter on the toast and let it sit there for a little bit first. And, Maris, uh, like, if you're at a diner, if they butter your toast, that is great. But at the very, very, very least, at the very least... Just put a pat of butter on the toast as soon as it comes out of the toaster. And then I can do the rest after that. All right, so here we go. Crust avoiders. People who do not butter the crust. It doesn't get all the way, you know, basically you leave a little uh, border. A barrier. Uh, It says it's a fear of making a mess and they are procedural, but are typically great at admin and may describe themselves as perfectionists. Gliders, those are who glide their knife over the bread for an even spread. Okay, the, that now the glider is usually the, when you see a butter spreading represented in a TV commercial, you're usually seeing a glider. Yes, yeah, so it's most common of all spreading types. Right. And can reveal someone is easygoing, laid back, and calm-natured, even when confronted with change. And there's the nutsack. Uh, then you have total coverage. I guess this would be Casey. Okay. Those who spread right up to the edges. These are very methodical people. They make sure that every inch of bread is covered and that just the right amount of spread is applied equally across the surface. They're well hung. To leave something (laughs) bare on the toast is like leaving something half finished for them in life. They tend to be very precise people who follow their own rules and like everything in its place. Where are you sitting in this list, Preston? Um, I'm kind of all over, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I like to spread it out evenly over the, life the entire Life is too short. Thing. So I guess that's that's what I go by. Uh, but I don't know if that describes me or not. In the world of, of butter, you're a loose cannon. Mm. It says they're likely to be that person who organizes the group holiday or takes the lead <laughs> on scheduling a group Christmas dinner wow. months in advance. <laughs> I was, so th- this guy draws a salary for this? Yeah. Mm. Now listen, I know butter's not vegetables, right? But is it, yeah, you're right. Is it bad for you? Is butter bad for you? It's not good yeah. for you. All right. Yeah, it's it's really not healthy. Well, there's a difference between good for you you and and not good for you. How much are you having? A pat of butter per slice. I mean, that sounds about right. It depends how thick the pat is. Yeah, well... I'm just saying a pad of butter, a standard pad of butter the, on... that you would get when they're when they're pre-done. You get pre-done pads. Yeah, do you remember right. that, that that commercial? Give them a little pad of butter. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Parquet. No, that was a different one. Oh. Yeah, parquet was the Parker. talking container. Yeah, yeah. Was, butter. The, was butter actually was the butter? That was a butter parquet. commercial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you an Uncle Bill's pancake house kind of a guy? You're damn not straight. really. No, no. All right. yeah. I am. And uh, sorry to mention Cape May twice in the same segment, but I went to Uncle Bill's in, in Cape May, and they do a phenomenal job of pre-buttering. And Casey, it's uh, mm. I think up to your standards. It covers the entire toast and toast of choice when getting an omelet. Oh, 
Absolutely. Let me get, go on record. I don't dislike Uncle Bill's. Gotcha. I'm just not. I don't go crazy over uh, getting pancakes well, and, and getting up early and getting in line with everybody else. That's I see. the problem is yeah. the line at Uncle Bill's. Now, I got to ask you. Well, you also went off season, but which one did you go to? The one right by Congress Hall in Cape May? Okay. Circular. So that one is in the uh, the heat of the summer is way too crowded. But there is I'm one. going out for pancakes. There is one that is on the outskirts of the villas. Okay. That uh, any every time I've gone there, I've sat right down. It was okay. interesting to me mm-hmm. because I was there on uh, Columbus Day slash Indigenous people's day and uh, there are a lot of families and kids and whatever and and we took that tuesday off as well i went on tuesday nothing but retirees <laughs> so they were families on monday and then uh tuesday um you know it was old people this is wonderful i thought i would die without ever meeting nick McElwain, and yet here he is <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, let me get just a couple of more of these so they're clumpers they don't bother to spread evenly individuals oh, who clump their spread don't care about missing parts of the bread or where there are lumps and bumps or even the spread is on thick these people tend to be quite sporadic and think outside side of the box in life. They tend to do things their own way and they will generally be the sort of people that are late for appointments and always think that they have more time to spare than they have. <laughs> Pierre Robert must be a clumper. Yes. It's gotta be it. Uh, there's also a group called Do You Want Toast with Your Spread? Uh, Mr. Santa explains that these individuals go all out with the amount of spread they enjoy in their toast. This group of people generally have a very happy disposition. They see the best in life, which is reflected in putting lashings of delicious spread in abundance all over their toast. You know, Preston. Moron. Yeah. Hey, my secret breakfast spot that I like to go to. Oh, yeah. They give you your butter in little ramekins. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, and so when you get those, Steve, it, usually the butter is like just soft. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Whipped. And I like it whipped. <laughs> whipped butter usually comes in the ramekin. You know who loves whipped butter is Will Wheaton. I bet. Yeah. All right. Crust avoiders. These individuals will never touch crust. You said that. People who don't. What's that? You always say crust avoiders. No, those are the. Or did I? Yeah. First Hang one. On. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, I don't know if you... you didn't Gliders. You know what? I think you're right. Yeah, crust of orders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you didn't expand on it, I don't think. <coughs> no, I, th- I think... Uh, is, he said sociopaths who keep a pit <laughs> in their basement. Uh, they're very neat and tidy. Oh. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, then there's double ciders. Ooh. Who does that? Well, to me, that's it's a liability. How do you hold it without getting you your hands all slimy? Well, well, I, I can mean, see you holding it, you know, by the outsides, but no. but not. No. How, how do you set it down? All right, I got to try this. Unless you use like um, tongs. I didn't even to know your toast. <laughs> that was an option. Uh, these people <laughs> tend to be the most unique of all spreaders. They are creative people who use the abstract side of their brain. Oh my God! Both sides can be buttered. Very few individuals would spread their bread on both sides. By the way, all right. So anyhow, there's other ones, but we don't have time to go through. And we'll this never get dude to the other ones. Way thought this out. Yeah, big time. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer. We want to find out what movie this clip is from. See, they got the Big Mac. I got the Big Mick. We both got two all beef patties, special sauce, <laughs> lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions. But they use a sesame seed bun. My buns have no seeds. All right, we'll go to Stacy. Try to get a winner. Hi, Stacy. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Stacy. Easy one. What movie is that from? Coming to America. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's America, Jack. We got a prize for you. Stacy. you also won a case of New Belgium Voodoo Ranger Hard Charge Tea. Sometimes the easiest choice is the hardest. Introducing Voodoo Rangers Hard Charge Tea with 7% ABV in every delicious sip. All right, we're going to play another clip. Yes. See if you can identify what movie this food clip is from. Here we go. What one? Oh, sure, I love Oreos. At home, I eat them with, I eat them with peanut butter. You do? That is so weird. 
so do I. You're kidding. Most people find that totally disgusting. I know. I don't get it. Me either. All right. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. Order up. So McDonald's uh, fans can get a free order of fries every Friday until the end of the year. Oh. Yeah, that's legit. The I just went yesterday. Free Fries Friday. Well, today you can get free fries. All right. Free Fries Friday offer will run until December 29th, uh, giving customers 10 chances to take advantage of the deal. To get the medium-sized portion of fries, uh, you have to download the app, the yeah. mobile app, and make an account. And then come Friday... Uh, you have to make a purchase on the app worth a minimum of $1, and then you get the fries. So I would think what you would do is just give free fries without the purchase. That would be my thing. I get them wanting to get you signed up on the app, uh, making you buy something. Yeah. yeah, I'm not so cool with that. But What, what uh, uh, restaurant or food apps do you guys have? I, I only oh, use two. I have Dunkin' and Wawa. I have Dunkin' and Wawa. I have. Let me see. I got Wawa. I got uh, Smoothie King. Uh, <laughs> Dunkin'. Stow. Tinder? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's. Grinder. Uh, oh, so you grinder. have the McDonald's. You can get the free fries. I can. Uh, Chipotle, crumble cookies. Um, wow, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Panera. Oh, and I also can make calls. <laughs> uh, I, have, I think Duncan is the only one that I have. I have Duncan, Domino's, and Taco oh, Bell. Uh, Domino's. It's always kitchen. Zoe's, Ooh, is that one worth yeah. it, Steve? It is. All right, I like Zoe's. Wait, is Zoe still around? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, the ones by me all closed. Oh. Yeah, yeah the one near me. There are me none is... of them that are open anymore near me. The hell is that Which Zoe's sucks. now? Casey, is the McDonald's place. worth it other than the free fries? You know, I got to be honest with you. Yeah? I've never actually used it. Oh. oh. Yeah. In fact, I so I went to McDonald's yesterday. I went to three different McDonald's because the first one... Someone I went, has a tapeworm. Well, no, no, no. I only actually got to order at one. The first McDonald's I went to... The uh, the drive through line was way too long, so I went to go inside to order. The doors were locked. I'm like, I guess I'm not going to this McDonald's. <laughs> Do you think the universe was conspiring to keep you out of McDonald's yesterday? Well, yeah, well I thought that after yeah. the second McDonald's I went to, and the line was way too long, and, and I had a chiropractor appointment, so I was like, ah. <laughs> I was I felt like Pierre Robert. I'm like, I feel like I have enough time, and then I, I bailed. I was like, you know what? I'll just hit McDonald's afterwards. You're like you're like a like a, a fast food Goldilocks. This one's too long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's another chance to use it. If you, if the Eagles make a sack, you get a Big Mac. Oh, with the McDonald's app, you just have to spend two dollars. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, <clears throat> you know the, the yeah. great one of the greatest Wait. prizes I've ever won. And I've said this was a, was a uh, a li- well not a lifetime it was, it was for a year supply of fries. Uh, from uh, McDonald's. Um, wait a minute. You don't get a Big Mac if they get a sack. You get a discount on a Big Mac. Yeah. That's it. You yeah. pay $2. Okay. Well, you have to buy something for at least $2. Oh, okay. And then you get and a free And then you get the Big, Big Mac. Mac. Yeah. And buy some French fries. Yeah, so, so there you go. French fries, $2? Well, the large ones are, yeah. Okay. I would I say just give, it's just a couple of weeks, just give them away without the purchase. Uh, so the offer is limited, uh, by the way, the Free Fridays, uh, Free Fry Fridays, limited once <laughs> per day. If you take advantage of the fries deal, uh, you will not be able to use it, use any other deals available in the app that particular day. I have another McDonald's, so you know, I'm going to just jump right to it. Okay. Do it. Uh, before we get uh, to the answer, our uh, uh, movie okay. clip. Uh McFlurries mm. at, at McDonald's. I'm a fan. Mm. Uh, but if you uh, the if you're the familiar with the thick square spoon that comes with it, Nick, mm-hmm. yes. I am not. It's almost like a straw 
in yeah. length. Uh, this utensil is about to be a thing of the past. Oh. Uh, the unusual spoon actually helps stir the McFlurry while it's being made. However, the thick plastic is not eco-friendly. And the benefit oh. to this technique, however, is that the machine uh, does not need to be cleaned as often. Oh, the, every t- the, the McFlurry machine is down all the time at McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's will soon be using a different spindle to make McFlurries, All right. uh, which will make these creations more sustainable, and users will receive a regular black spoon to eat with them. I'm not familiar with this square spoon thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an effective way. It's like, You know how the, the straw really doesn't work for a Frosty, and you need the spoon, right? It's the same kind of thing. It's a, using a spoon for the McFlurries like using a spoon for a blizzard. But I think they actually use it, too, to attach so that you don't, like a regular milkshake machine, Preston, you would like put McFlurry into the milkshake machine and it would stir it. Uh-huh. Instead, they use the spoon to attach to the machine. Oh, we're looking at it so right now. They, you're, you're right. They so this is, yeah. deliver it to you with the spoon and the spoon oh. was pretty much the mixer in there as well, too. I didn't know that. Oh, so yeah. they're going to use a, a different piece of equipment like for that. that now. Steve, do you know there's a website called McBroken and it'll tell you if the McFlurry machine we go. To is my working point. Yeah. in your neighborhood? That's it. And, and that's why, I mean, uh, I used to get them, you know, fairly often, but then uh, I was crushed. The machine was always down. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to the question, what uh, what movie this is from. Here we go. What one? Oh, sure, I love Oreos. At home, I eat them with, I eat them with peanut butter. You do? That is so weird. So do I. You're kidding. Most people find that totally disgusting. I know, I don't get it. Me either. All right, we'll go to Sharon. Hi there, Sharon. Hi, how are you? Awesome. Oh, we love love you. you. Thank you. All right, what movie is that from, please? The Parent Trap. Yes. I thought Raging Lindsay Lohan uh, in that particular clip. So, yeah, hang on a line. We have a prize for you. All right, we have our final case of new Belgium Voodoo Ranger Hard Charge Tea. Sometimes the easiest choice is the hardest. Introducing Voodoo Rangers Hard Charge Tea with 7% ABV in every delicious sip. All right, I think we can do one more right now. One yes. more. Yeah. Sorry. Let me see. Which one is it going to be? We're moving here? products. We're talking about food. That's what we do in the connoisseur. Um, let's go to... Man, I got a few different things, but I want to end with something halfway decent. How about this? Um, yeah. Uh, literally, billions of snow crabs have disappeared from the Bering Sea off Alaska in recent years. And so snow crab season has been called off. So billions of snow crabs have disappeared? Yeah. It says a new report from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration concludes that warmer ocean temperatures cause the crabs to need more food than normal. Uh, they couldn't find it and they starved to death. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's kind of tragic with the new policies of Golden Corral kicking in. <laughs> uh, Alaska's Department of Fish and Game has canceled the snow crab harvest season for the second year in Whoa, a row. Really? By the way. Yeah. Well, yeah, what does so, that do to the fishing industry? I up don't there? know, and I also don't know what that will do for prices either. Yeah. If that'll drive them up, I would think that it would, right? Yeah. It's going to be less product. Uh, so I'm not I really sure. Right now, sexually transmitted crabs are the best way to go. Probably better. Yeah, yeah but they're hard to get rid of. I know. Um, so, yeah, snow crabs, those are the, the ones, the normal, I mean, the, the regular crab yeah. legs you get, right? Yeah, they're like, big. The big, the big ones, ones, yeah. yeah. The ones that are actually worth the effort. 
Wait, uh, no, those are king crab legs. You guys are thinking? Of. You, the, the, oh. No, yeah. snow, really snow big is ones? the same thing. Yeah, snow crab clusters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, king crab and snow crab are pretty close uh, in size. No, uh, really? no, are they? Oh Jeez, yeah. Really? Hold on, I, I'm going to need to see comparison because I, I the the king crab was huge, really big ones, mm-hmm. uh, as and, implied by the name. Yeah, here we go. Here's a. Uh, Hang on. Yeah, the, no, they're different case. I didn't uh, say they were the same, but I mean, size-wise, they're close. So you think that? The, so wow. you're saying that the snow crab leg is about the is close to a king crab's legs? On average, king crabs have a leg span of nearly six feet. Snow crabs, on the other hand, usually is much smaller than a king crab, weighing anywhere between two to four pounds. And those snow crabs will have longer legs than their colossal cousins. Uh, Their legs are skinnier and pack less meat. So I found a picture, Preston. I think king crabs are the one that are kind of like rigid. Like if you put your hand around it, it kind of has almost like thorns, bumps. Yes. Snow crabs do not. They're smoother. But the king crabs are are, tend to be the ones that grow a lot bigger. But I think snow crabs are pretty big as well, too. Okay. I always thought of them as, as a lot smaller, but um, but they're the ones you see more often than not when you order, you know... The snow crabs. Yeah, crab yeah. Like, yeah, so. yeah and that's if, if you just order crabs at a restaurant, you're going to get snow crabs more than likely? Uh, yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't you, really... I'm not a crab dude. If you're going to do crab claws, right? Right. Um, yeah, that's, that's what you tend to hey, do. Yeah. A lot of people go crabbing down the shore, uh, and the blue crabs are down there. Yeah. Are those worth it? For me, no. I hear that there's a lot of work and not a whole Some lot. Some people love that stuff and they love doing. Oh, we're going to get a bushel of crabs and we're gonna, you know we're going to have a crab fest and I'm like that is way too much work, you know. And like, you're just getting little bits at a time, little bits and pieces. Look, That's what it I seems pulled like. this out of Wildwood Beach and now yes. I'm going to eat it. But I also found out the hard way that the snow crabs, when you're going like a fish market or whatever, yeah. uh, it, they're way too expensive. And that, so I did that. And then I was in Acme a day later and I saw them at Acme and they were like a fraction of the price. So <sighs> okay. I'm like, I'm never, ever going to the fish market for snow crab clothes. Okay. I love like doing a crab table with like the, the paper on the table and and crushing it at all but Preston I realized this past summer that getting the jumbo ones and you actually do all of that work and then have a lot of meat instead yeah. of doing a lot of work and a little bit of meat and keep going definitely worth it a little more satisfying yes um, that Nick pulled up the varieties of, of crabs uh, that you would normally find in a restaurant so you got snow crab you got king crabs um, stone crabs are those the ones that a lot of times just the claw that you'll get yeah so the because I think that they can harvest just the claw and then throw Throw the crab back oh, in, and they regrow oh. them. I think so, or that might be dungeness. I'm not so sure. So there is a place when you go when you're headed down into Wildwood. Uh, before you get in over the bridge into Wildwood, there's a place called Hooked Up. Mm-hmm. They have stone crab claws. Okay, and it's like the only, but they don't have snow crab claws. They only have the stone crab, and those are really, really hard. You have to use the crackers to. How are horseshoe crabs? Delicious. I've never tried it. <laughs> I don't think there ever. Was there ever time? Is there any culture that does eat horseshoe? Crabs? I'm sure there is. Yeah, I don't know. There's not much on them. Uh-huh. Man. They're Maybe mainly they're mainly that big hard outer shell, and, the, and their legs are. You really can use tiny. that for hummus. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I knew a guy that uh, he would work in the Caribbean in the summertime and run um, sailing trips and stuff, and then he would go up for snow crab season in, in Alaska, and he would only have to work for like three, four months up in Alaska, and he would make enough money doing that yeah. that he could then spend the rest of the year in the Caribbean. Um, so I'm, I'm, this story, Preston, that you have, I'm curious as to like see how yeah. it affects uh, people that make a living doing this. Steve, according to this little factoid, 
just like plenty of other sea creatures, horseshoe crabs are edible, but you won't find the same level of meat you get in a snow crab or king crab. Rather, the main delicacy is the eggs known as the roe. Ah. So it's be, it would be a horseshoe crab roe. Yeah. I don't... I, yeah, it, it shrimp. It, the shrimp has the mud vein, doesn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If you're, I never, I never like animals. Is, so. is that? It's poop. poop. It is poop. It's poop. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what makes it taste so good. <laughs> it's proximity to the poop. Did we play a last clip or? Uh, oh, we did. No, we we do have one more. All right, one one last one, and then uh, then here we go. Hey Earl, here's some Swiss cheese and some bullets. Uh, thanks, Earl. All right. <laughs> Swiss cheese and some bullets? Swiss cheese and some bullets. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know what movie that's from. That's the last one. All right, I'm going to do one last thing. All right. And this is a recall story, okay? So this is uh, more newsy uh, because it's important. An outbreak of salmonella has caused at least 73 illnesses in 22 states. has led to the recall of some packages of frozen diced onions. Oh. What the f***? And products containing diced onions. What's so, with this? The salmonella in produce and onions, specifically. Yeah, and onions. There's been a lot of uh, throughout the years uh, when salmonella uh, contamination stories comes up. A lot of times, it's from onions. The uh, hell! The products uh, from Gill's onions. Gill. Is that it? Gill's, yeah. Gill. Friggin' Gill and his onions. Gill. Uh, were sold in stores and used by restaurants in the U.S. and Canada, and they have all used by dates between August 8th and August 28th and are no longer in stores, though, so they might be in, what the in your, f- is this? your freezer. Just realized that. You what really about twist it up. What about Bob? Uh, his fish's name is Gill. Ah, yeah. And he's got gills. Yes. I didn't realize that until yeah. right now at this very moment. There you go. Gill. We were, and we were all here for it. We saw Why am I the last to know? <laughs> Wait, but the gill you're doing is from Parenthood. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. the gill I was doing is from Dave. What About Bob. Right. Gill. Oh, yeah. we need both gills. <laughs> Noted. How often do we have a gill that actually calls? Doesn't Listen, matter. How often by the way, do we have a Yolanda and I got a Yolanda? That's true. I have a Yolanda. Gill is short for Gilbert, right? And that's what I assume, I, right? I assume. I, 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 has Gilliam. anyone been Gilliam? Gilliam. That's possible too. Gilliam? An Irish name, Gilliam. Yes. I think there's also a, a Gill reference in uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. We uh, I don't know, Gill. What Thank about you, Jill? Seafood makes me ill. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yep. Yes, of course you would know that. Uh, huh? And then Gilliam is in I Love You, Man. Um, Paul Rudd because somebody's named Gill, and, and yeah. he's like, ah, oh, Gilliam. We need oh, Gills to call in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Suck it, Gill. Yeah. There's a line from that he yeah. says, okay, we have several Gill lines mm, yeah. that I was never aware of. Have yeah. we ever had? We probably have in our, in our multi-decade uh, career. Probably. A Gill call in now and then. Maybe. If your name is Gill, call now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Let's do. Actually, wanted to, don't. You wanted to make a record at the Campout for Hunger. How about the largest collection of gills? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the largest gathering of gills. Listen, they they recently had like a uh, a Ryan convention in New York. All right. Uh, and somebody just randomly put up signs that said, you know, we're throwing a Ryan party. If your name is Ryan, be here. And like, you know, thousands of people showed up named Ryan. Do you ever get things based on... So I I'll, I constantly get invites to, into membership and gatherings of Morrisons. Do you get... No. I Somehow I ended up on a mailing list. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. There, there should be a Preston Festin yeah. uh, oh. of some oh. type because... Ooh. There are not that many of us. Mine and is called the Morrison Gorison. Okay. Fair, <laughs> makes fair no sense. Uh, I am, I follow a, on Twitter, there's a Casey's Unite uh, handle. I wonder if they have those for, like, all the names. That's uh, that's yeah. actually a militia group. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Preston I didn't realize. 
We could do a Preston Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's another record to break. So we do Gill on one day and then Preston's on okay, the other. Okay, that's what we'll do. And I'll get tons of coverage on that. Let's see if anybody knows what movie this clip is from. Hey, Earl, here's some Swiss cheese and some bullets. Uh, oh, they, our person just hung up. Gill yeah. hung up. Gil, Gil, son of a bitch. That's why I don't get. They're not reliable traditionally. Gills. All right, we have to wait for somebody else. There's Gil references on uh, the Simpsons. It's that loser guy that works in the. Uh, he, like he's had a bunch of different jobs. So oh, the, the, the kind of a death of a yeah. salesman guy. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. it, Steve. Yeah. Uh, I, his sleeves are rolled up. He's yeah. wearing a white. Oh, jeez. With, with, with a uh, tie. Yeah. <laughs> so there's another Gil reference we could pull. All right, I got a caller. All right, it's uh, it's Ryan. Ryan. I just said it was Ryan Fest in New York. <laughs> Hey, Ryan, you're on the air, buddy. Oh, awesome. Is that from Tremors? It is from yeah. Tremors. Yeah. Nice work, buddy. All right. We got a prize for you, Ryan. Hang on. Do we have a prize for you? Yeah, you know what, Ryan? We do have an extra case of this Voodoo Ranger or Hard Charge tea. Would you like that? Uh, he's on hold. Yeah, I would love that. And, okay. All right. So yeah, I just drank some at the night of a thousand Ryans. Sometimes the easiest <laughs> choice is the hardest. Introducing Voodoo Rangers Hard Charge Tea with 7% ABV in every delicious sip. Suck it, Gil. All right. Um, and that's it for the connoisseur, but. Thank you, for, thank you for stopping by. Welcome oh, back now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're gonna take a break. Um, is Rich here He's yet? Here. Rich Voss is here. Uh, we love Rich Voss. We do. He's gonna be a punchline. So we're gonna talk to Rich in the next segment. Stay right where you are because we won't be gone long. Right. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
Our next guest, always a treat to have him in the studio. And as he said when he came walking in, yeah, I'm still in the business. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing Punchline tonight and tomorrow. The amazing Rich Voss yeah. is it, here. It's so good to be here. It feels like a year ago. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Wednesday night, my daughter had a baby boy. Wednesday oh, night. are you kidding? Oh. Yeah, Wednesday night. Congratulations. And, thank you. And... Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, my other daughter will uh, have a baby. She's going to be a C-section. Okay. So two babies plus my other granddaughter who doesn't let me hug her. Just like my wife. We're separated. What? No, I'm only I'm only uh, I'm just practicing. Uh, <laughs> just, you never know. You never know. You might as well get good at it. So, so my my one granddaughter my one granddaughter, like, I don't know what it is. I was gonna shave my goatee. Yeah. You know, somehow she scared me. I don't know. Mm. But I guess when I'm at the house holding the other baby, she's going to get jealous. Yes, you can employ yes. ex- yeah. emotional extortion. Yes, it yeah. works. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's what I, my my parents said to me. Neither of them touched me, <laughs> sell or hug me. Uh, so that's why I was so affectionate with my kids growing up. Yes, are you it's a good the opposite? Are yeah. you a good? So you think you are you going to be the take the typical grandparent route and 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 just be a, a complete pushover and mush and spoil the f out of them? I think I'm going to be more like my father and uh, not show up. Oh, <laughs> and, okay. Uh, my father, it's a my, different tact. My father yeah. died July 31st on my daughter's 16th birthday. Wow. This sound, what a narcissist. I'm like, yeah, happy birthday. Grandpa's dead. Let's go have cake. What can you yeah. say? I mean, yeah. she, it didn't phase her. She's 16. Wow. Six you know, I mean, let's not get into his narcissism. But, uh, you know, I guess I, I was a pushover. I have three daughters, so I was a pushover for my kid. Also, too, yeah. I grew up with nothing. Nothing. Yeah. If I wanted sneakers and mine got old enough, I had to rip them. You know, and looking back, uh, I, I realized what a tough time my mother had raising three kids on her own. You right. Know, she didn't have, you know, a secretary or whatever. So with my daughters, there's nothing I won't do. Do you, do you ever have to pull it? I mean, well, you say you, you spoil them, but I mean, yeah. you, the one thing you don't want is like an entitled kid who's just, you know. Well, my six-year-old works at... Uh, Rita's, it's a, a brothel in town. Okay. <laughs> not, not a water ice place. <laughs> but it's like I'll, like a six-year-old is a nightmare. Six-year-old right. girl is a nightmare. I'll show, if don't, I show don't, you a picture of her room, don't it, do, it, oh, it I looks know like it. a cyclone. Yep. No, nothing looks like her room. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, there's no floor. It's all <laughs> just it's closed. It's literally like a yep. cyclone. Nope. She'll, her bed will have like, she orders all the time food on, on whatever. Uh, that Grubhub or Grubhub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you'll go in her room and she's laying with open containers on her mm. bed. And she's gross. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not okay with the open containers, but the food, I mean, I'm sorry, the clothes I get because when you're trying to put an outfit together, you take one piece of clothes Thing, oh. And then you put another one on, and then you just take that off and lay it on the bed, and then you take more, and it just right, becomes. No, no, she's looking for a picture. Yeah. So, so, so let's see what this is. I think like. this is next level. This isn't even 
one of the bad ones. Let's see if I can. Oh, hold on. Don't you hate looking up pictures? And yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you. So, so is 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 she a like a daddy's girl? Yeah, when she wants something, <laughs> you know, they six year old. Whenever they want something, they're the sweetest, you know, on the planet. But you know, yeah. but I I can't say no. Like my wife will yell and scream. It's crazy. And then you know, I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. She's nuts. I, I'm not really know. even here. Yeah. I try. Well, also too, I try to get my daughter on my side, and even if it's a argument between my wife and daughter if I can win my daughter over that you know at least I have her in the long run you know what I mean right now that you're you preparing know. for separation yeah. <laughs> I can't find a picture it's unbelievable yeah. All right. it's not a big deal so I mean we bought a house over to summer, summer moving and we had you moved you become grandparents this is big stuff it was the most I shot a special over to summer moving we had uh Two full moving trucks, five guys, 10 hours, plus a full pod of stuff to bring from, oh you know. To, where did you move from and where did you move to? Same town. Same town? Same town from Hillsborough to Hillsborough. But it's a nightmare. We have an in-ground, a built-in pool. I say nice. built-in. I don't know. Some, my wife goes, it's called in-ground. I go, that's why I wish you were. Shut your mouth. <laughs> All right. You get on my nerves, stupid Canadian. Uh, she's doing fine. You guys, the, 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 what? No, you're, you're playful, babe. <laughs> I wish you were in the ground. <laughs> Not in a bad way. So, <laughs> now, you know. Uh, so I, so I kiss her like she's in the coffin, like, uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> like an open coffin wait. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> we get kiss, kiss, and kiss your aunt. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, kiss, kiss your grandma. <laughs> I don't want to. So it's horrible. Oh, it's horrible. So I, look, uh, so yeah, moving into you know with the like I didn't I didn't go in the pool once. So it's it's funny because um, we my wife has always wanted the, the pool and we we finally got to a, a, a yard we got a yard finally where we could do a pool. It's ever since she was a kid, she wanted one and we got it. And and she uses it a lot, but I'm I don't think I'm a pool guy. Oh, we're the, the, we we got a pool. Rochelle, my wife goes in it maybe twice a year, so therefore I make it a point to go in every day for uh-huh. at least. Five minutes at least to get in there and go. Yeah. We bought this. Uh-huh. God damn it. I'm kidding. I'm going in. An in ground pool? Yeah. yeah. And because yeah. there's so much work, it's not like. Yeah. You, know, you got to maintain it. The filter sure. system, you have to go to college to look. To know how to, I never. You have to be a chemist. You have to be a goddamn chemist. So we have a salt it's, water pool. Yeah, so do we. Yeah. And, and and so you've got to. The saline becomes basically the chlorine. Oh. And, and, and uh, I don't find it that hard. Oh, I my God. By that. the way, Preston, I'm not doing it so i'm speaking yes. from you know that yeah. yeah well also too we have the i guess what's that jacuzzi hook to it or the, yeah 
with I'll, yeah, hot I've, tub. Hot tubs. Yeah. I've gotten that a couple times. Uh-huh. But the thing about a hot tub, you want it during the cold weather, but they when they close the pool, they close the hot. Yeah. That's, like that's why right, people a, don't do it, the attached. That's, that's why, why we got to the, the se- yeah. Yeah, I got a separate separate one. Yeah. If you have a separate one, uh-huh. yeah. But the attached one, what's the sense of it? Oh, hey, it's August. Let's go in the hot tub. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> the pool's stupid. The house is stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a big, well, so what, door- what, what prompted the move then if you're in the same town? And you had all Bonnie this. has a hot streak going in her career, <laughs> you know, uh, and our old house, which was an acre property, and right. right one house away from us, behind us, one house behind us, they built a 190-unit uh, apartment. Okay. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're so dealing with sit, all that. Well, we sit on our deck and, you know... <laughs> Where you know they, they're right behind. I mean, it's good at night with the binoculars, but <laughs> sitting on the deck having them look at you. Yeah. And then mm. our neighbor to the right of us, it didn't bother me. It has this above ground pool, and my you know my wife, my wife's like to me, you know, that I'm white trash. She goes, <laughs> it it pulls you back every every you know in life. You know, white tr- come come with me. And I grew up. <laughs> An above ground pool to me was like the fresh air fund. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And she goes, I can't live with the above. And this neighborhood, you know, whatever. I go, you grew up on a farm living on a dirt floor. Shut your mouth. Yeah. All right. But all of a sudden, you know. She's an elitist? Oh, yeah. Is she an elitist? Yeah. She drinks her tea with her pinky like she's the <laughs> queen of England. <laughs> what? So she's on a hot she's on a hot streak. Well, yeah, her yeah. career is going well. And so yeah. so when you're both working and you, you listen, I, you know, and I, I, I was um you came in city. I'm still still in the business. I heard uh it was a, a, a segment with you and it was Shane Gillis is Shane Gillis and Joe Rogan talking about you, yeah. just raving about you, about what you know, where you are in the industry, and how hilarious you are, and so on and so forth. But do, do you, when you're married to another comedian, even though you've been in the business for so long, you've had so many accomplishments, is there, even with your wife, is there a bit of competition? Well, first of all, I find those other two overrated. Uh, <laughs> Shane, first of all, I work Joe's Club over the summer. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. Mothership, it's, is that what it's called? Yeah. I is hear this the it's, hat? Yeah. Uh, is that the hat? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I hear that oh. it is the best club in the country. I, I mean, it's designed it's, it's, by a comedian. It's the best club. I've known him for 30-something years. Yeah. Uh, kills on stage. And not because who he is. The material, you know. And the I'm, material, I, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, it, if you don't, it had been a while since I'd seen yeah. him. His last Netflix special, I guess it was. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. This is why the dude is as good as he is. Yes. And Shane, Shane used to open. I used to bring Shane to some gigs. He used to open for me. There's not a lot of comics that I'll watch for an hour. I don't know who Shane is. Shane who? Gillis. He's yeah, a local, Gillis. Yeah, local guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He is a monster. Yeah. Another local guy, killer actor, is Kurt Metzger from... Yeah, Th- Kurt. Yeah. Killer acts. Anyhow, uh, there's really I was no... Just, I was asking about the competition. Yeah, there's yeah. really no competition. I mean, we're on two different paths. Yeah. You know, she she's, you know, was off because of the writer's strike, but she's writing this movie. Now she can go back to work. Uh, she has a TV show ready to go in Canada based on her life growing up on a farm and stuff. Like a sitcom? 
Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. She, you know, she'll direct it and it's based on her, it's based on her book, which uh, I never finished. But <laughs> you, did, I, you didn't finish your wife's book? <sighs> yeah, I'm not a reader. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there's no pictures, you know, I don't want to see those. So, she hasn't listened to all my albums. So, you know, it's hard to read about your wife, you know. Oh, and I slept with him here. And, oh, and I, so it's very candid. Uh, well, it's her, yeah, her it's life, life growing yeah. up through comedy, all right. but all before me. Okay. You know, if it was about me, I would have read it, you know. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, so she she's working this weekend up in uh, Connecticut at a casino, and I'm down here. Yeah. Uh, so, as a comic, and, and not because it's my wife. Yeah. She's truly one of the best comics male or female she's her, great her she writing is. is i mean her, it's amazing her directing is i mean her, her she's really a, a top you know top talent yeah it's crazy how much she knows and like i've been sober for 37 years and one of the things about you know is is meditation and i don't meditate it yeah. it's just i can't for some reason i don't and and now she's like this whole new life and she sits and meditates and her, and i walk by her room seeing her holding her fingers up and i want to snap her wrist <laughs> it, it irks me so much that she's, that she's centered been, within a year or a half a year meditating and i'm bouncing off a wall staying, you know looking for clons appendix flow on my throat <laughs> to calm my nerves no <laughs> so it's the fact that she can do it and you can't that gets under your under your skin. Does that actually yeah. make you? Does that actually make you more tense seeing her get so centered? Are you kidding me? Yes, it, it, and and she chews it so loud. It's like she's <laughs> chewing on rocks. You know, if it's an apple in bed, I really want to stick an ice. Okay, right. and I'm not being violent. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. I'm glad you mentioned that. I got this email. Oh. I'm going to read this, Rich. I'm going to get your advice, okay? This is a listener. Legitimately got this email this morning. Move out. (laughs) It said, I need some advice from the gang. I don't know what to do. So I've been married now for 20 years. We dated for seven years prior to getting married. We both have been uh, previously married. It's a great run with our two kids, 18 and 20. When we first met, I noticed that when she ate, Casey, you're going to hate this. Oh, boy. She dragged her teeth on her fork Uh. to get the food off. Almost like the food won't come off. It makes my blood run cold. (laughs) And when I brought it to her attention, it turned into a huge issue. Wow. So I dropped it. She said that her mother ate like that and she idolized her mother. So I have to put up with this now for like 27 years. (laughs) And it's not only a fork, it's a spoon too. She eats cereal from a bowl and the spoon hits her teeth with every mouthful. Plus, she has started to open her mouth when she chews and talks while she has food in her mouth. And it's to the point where I can't eat in her presence and usually leave the room while she eats. I just would like some ideas on how to address this because I'm growing uh, to really dislike her because of her eating habits. Well, Rich, you just celebrated, right, your 18th and 18 years, right, yeah. anniversary? Yeah. So do you have advice for this uh, this guy? Well, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> My wife chews loud. Mm-hmm. But I get blamed for the same thing with the fork. Oh, and I, really? And I don't realize it because these are all uh, implanted. Okay. So uh, I anything that irks you, you have to bring it to the t- like. You do. You, you got to bring about it to it. talk about like when. But, but don't you says, says, I, if you're ready to like like 
you always have, I think you have to balance it. Like when we've done, we did couples therapy, you know, my uh, wife and I, and you have to balance it and say, am I, what am I doing that she's just sort of. Right. But he already expressed uh, to her that it bothers oh, him. that's a good point. And, and right, she yeah, yeah. basically yeah. said, right. tough crap. Well, I went to therapy and I paid $5,000 to have two women call me and ask. <laughs> 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 All right. Enough of therapy. You know, you don't want to pay to hear her say, leave them. There's a last little bit that says, my wife has all kind of health issues, and I hate to cause problems, but I was taught to not scrape utensils on my teeth and to not talk with mouth and with food in my mouth. mouth. All right, so So, you're, 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 so, but on this, say you didn't, you weren't responsible for doing the same scraping thing. What would you recommend he do? Well, first of all, he didn't say that his wife's an epileptic. (laughs) First of all, if she has medical issues, you listen, you got to stand by your wife no matter what. Yes. When they're sick. I don't care. If my wife, my wife had a sinus infection or something the other day and I'm like, what can I do for you? You know, I make jokes about whatever yeah. in the ground, but there's nothing I won't do for her. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, you know, in case, you know, whatever. You just want to, yeah. you know, if his wife, look, deal with it. Don't, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? That's how she, what are you going to do? It's only 27 Rich, years. Mm-hmm. Rich is right. You, you've you got to talk about these things. But if you have problems when you're talking about these things, mm-hmm. you need somebody to help you to learn how to talk to Do you to remember the, the original, the Heartbreak Kid, the first, the first movie with Charles Grodin? I don't remember. He goes, so he gets married. He's, he get, he's there. Do you remember this movie? He's sitting there. Oh. They're on their way. They're driving down to Florida for their honeymoon at the first diner they stop at he really pays attention to how she eats <laughs> and and he's like oh my god and he ends up having an affair on his honeymoon <laughs> so what? I can't uh, so me personally Rich I can't stand the sound of of uh, teeth hitting metal utensils I just can't stand it I, and so for something like this what I would recommend because you already expressed to her that th- th- this is grating for you and she like tough crap. What I would recommend is trying to find cutlery uh, yeah. that yes. is not metal. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know yeah. Or, or those like those little uh, those little uh, uh, little sticks you would get with an ice cream cup. Eat everything that way. Yeah. Or, no, or get her chopsticks. Chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> but like get a hard You, you look very continental. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I don't know if they have Here, hard. Eat re- your soup with the chopsticks. Yeah. I don't know if they have hard reusable um, silverware uh, or you plasticware. You could probably they find it. Yes, yeah, they, they do have it because my kid had it for her lunch Lunchables to go. Okay. Plastic. I've all got right. you. Now with all the little babies joining into your world, you switch all of your silverware over to plastic so that the kids can eat with well, that, you and feel but, like yeah, a delt. Not that's him, not him. It's his person. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Or you could just eat baby food and do everything out of there a straw. Go. That'll fix it. Right? <laughs> I, maybe get divorced. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no. Have we considered divorce? <laughs> well, there's, there's a way. There, right. Have you ever dated or dated somebody and then you seen them like just throw... Like and it, it could happen to to you too. Like a piece of paper in a waste basket, and you're going, "I hate that person." <laughs> <laughs> it's enough to piss you off. Yeah, there's there's a series of things called icks or or yes, red flags. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's if you can look past those things, obviously a relationship can be worth saving. I wanted to ask you, Rich, because it came up a couple of times. You were at the Clint Eastwood golf tournament at the end of August. Yeah. Well, and did you? Is this? Is this? You got to meet him. I did a show. Well, first, well, yeah, I went up there. I I meet 
people around the country that are like the richest people on the planet. Right, right. I mean, I most- mean, uh, some of them, you know, their own plane, whatever. Yeah. And you end up playing golf with them, becoming friends or whatever. And uh, this one couple was so nice. They came to my show. Next thing you know, I'm... Uh, Another guy that came to my show with him, uh, a member guest at the Clint Eastwood tournament. It was like, I think, five grand to get in. And you had to win a lottery to get in. Wow. So, and Eastwood's been playing for years, obviously, yeah. and his, his tournament is well known. I mean, his course. Uh. So I go up there. One, we play uh, a court. These courses were so hard to preserve. I played Pebble only 15 holes because it got dark. Oh. That was the easiest course I played. Okay. The course at Clint, East, Clint Eastwood's course was so tough, you know. And I had a, I would have played the white tees, but I had to play the gold because to play the whites, your handicap and your age had to be ninety. <laughs> so if I, you know, I'm sixty six. My handicap would have to be twenty four right. to play. You know, Clint Eastwood's ninety three. He was out there playing. Right. So I did a show like the first night. The you know the, the all male whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I did like I, I maybe fifteen minutes twelve. So this one comic goes up first, sings songs. Gary Muldeer, old school. I remember guy. Gary Muldeer from oh, years ago. Years yeah, ago. you know he's friends with Clint and stuff, and okay. you know he's he's doing parodies, good stuff. And uh, I go up, and Bill Murray is such a. Day hole, uh, a day. Yeah, yeah. He first of all, he's trying to. He's sitting in the front row with his arms crossed, right? Trying to like throw me off, like. And then he would stand up and go, "This guy's great. I'm going to sit down. That's all you got." Mm-hmm. He had a like Clint Eastwood. So I had him laughing the whole time. Wait, yeah. uh, he was he was like uh, mocking you by saying this guy's yeah, great. He was, yeah. was kind of. He was trying yeah. to steal. He's such a narcissist that if the attention wasn't on him, he, I, oh, that I, sucks. I listen. I'll say this now. I I I. I I, there are things that I love about Bill Murray on screen. I don't really like him as a as a person, and, and, and some and, and some people hold him in high regard. And you see the stickers of his face yeah. and all that stuff. Ugh. But he has a track record of just being a pretty unkind person enough times that it outbalances the other times you hear about. Hey, Bill Murray did this really cool thing. He stopped by this wedding and took pictures oh, and officiated yeah. and stuff. But but the other side of it is like I've heard enough where he's just been rude. It's funny because I don't about, like oh, that. The yeah. what about the what about Bob stories of Richard Dreyfuss? It's like maybe Richard and now I totally side with Richard Dreyfus because I've heard so much it's like he, he was a complete jackass well he stopped by a wedding to steal the the thunder from the couple <laughs> hey look who's here Bill Murray right. yeah, yeah take away from the biggest day of this couple's life you know and, and, and oh let's all take so no. he's he's standing okay. up during your stand up. He, he's, he's, he's he would get up and go, "Come yeah. on, everybody!" You know, if I did a joke that didn't, these are the oldest, whitest, yeah. richest. I, you know, I go, this course makes Shinnecock look look uh, uh, dark. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. it, it's very. It's not the easiest crowd, believe yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, and yeah. he, it's all men. And I, I didn't say it, but I almost said, look, the only reason there's all men here so you don't get me too, me too together. <laughs> all right? And I didn't, because I was a guest to somebody. Right. So yeah. I didn't there's only g- so far you could go. Understood. Well, if it was a comedy club, I would obliterated him. Yeah, yeah. If that's the right word. Obliterated. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was obliterated, but, you know. <laughs> 
what the heck? It's not like I'm eating with a fork, scraping on my tooth. I make one mistake and all of a sudden don't have them back. Wait, uh, you, know, you know what Obliviate is, right? It's a spell from Harry Potter that makes it makes you forget your memory. So oh. it is a word oh, just from you. fiction. Yes. yes. Obliviate. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. So, uh, so you couldn't nah, do that. That sucks. Yeah. So he, and then after the show, he comes out, I just like to heck or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I'm a guest. So he, he, so, he tries to explain why he was doing it. Whatever. Yeah. Just nobody cares about you. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but the, the tournament, I mean, I was all over the place. I can't, my back was in so much pain. Oh, that's, I mean, I, you know, I had an x-ray. I've, I've had a herniated disc forever. You know, a little arthritis kicking in. But yeah. the sciatica was the... Mm-hmm. I couldn't... Yeah, you can't play with I that. I couldn't turn. Yeah. I couldn't hit a ball. Although our team in our flight took second place and we won a little pistol. This is... <laughs> well, it's, it's, pistol. Good. it's not a real... You know, okay, it's like yeah, a replica. The, the, the it's to shoot Bill win, Murray. The, yeah. the, main, the main winner wins like a right all Clint Eastwood stuff. Right. The putter... The logo on it—it's like a twenty-five hundred dollar putter. It's his logo. Oh, we're looking at a picture of it. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. that's mine. Oh. Yeah, that's oh, it's my old line. Derringer. Okay, yeah. yeah, all right. That was uh, that's cool. second place. Okay, and so you know, uh, look, I made Clint Eastwood laugh the whole show. I don't know if he knew what he was laughing. At. <laughs> he was laughing. <laughs> Did you get to chat with him at all? Or After, I know you took, I a, took picture a picture with him. With him. Okay. After it, I said, thank you for having me. You know, I yeah. didn't sit and talk with he, him or he, anything. He's, he's, a, he's the bucket yeah. list guest for me. I, to, to get, oh, yeah, to I get an interview with Clint Eastwood would be sensational. Well, I'd just put an empty chair next to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, that routine. <laughs> I remember that. There he um, is. I mean, yeah. But he's still playing golf. And he seemed like such, you know, he was, it's his tournament, his course. He yeah. it. But, he, you know, he, I, I was a guest. He was nice. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all that matters. And, you yeah. know, and yeah. whatever. And then I, as bad as I played, we won. I, I scored our team four points out of 16. So okay. That's not bad. You know. You it's know. funny. I talked to you the other day uh, about having you come on, and uh, and you were down in the dumps. And it was because of your golf game. And <laughs> yes. there's, there's, there's another person that I know who may or may not be in this room sitting to my left who <laughs> their golf game will... Yeah, uh, effect. It determines mood. my mood. Yeah, without yes. question. <laughs> Let yep. me tell you, last yep. week, I in three rounds used three different sets of irons. <laughs> really, <laughs> you're just that fed up with I, it. I, I have just some, trying. Something. I go. I go. Okay, let's use the, the apex. <laughs> let's use the epic. I went out and bought. Uh, I went out and bought a set of PXGs. Uh-huh. I used them twice. Yeah. <laughs> I get this it's gotta be the equipment. It, it really is. Uh, <laughs> when it, Rich, when I'm when I'm on my game, I yeah. want to I want to read about golf. I want to watch videos. I want to yeah. watch tournaments and stuff like that. When my game is off, I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> I mean, I do want it to get better, and I will go practice. But I mean, as far as like golf surrounding other things in my life, I'm like, I can't, I can't, I, I can't right now. It's depressing me. That, that's all I have. <laughs> uh, it's all <laughs> you have. That's all I have. I have a net in my backyard in my garage. I have a drop cloth where I can go hit in, mm-hmm. in the garage. Uh, yes, you know, my favorite club, a seven wood out of the woods off the fairway, about 200 yards. That's a good chunky oh, yeah. seven wood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm topping the ball. Ah. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm like, it all started with my back this year, just threw everything. I'll get it back. Yeah. You know, I've, the other day I played 
you know, on the, on, on the front nine, maybe I shot like a 41 or something. Mm-hmm. But then I fell apart. My back started hurting. Do you freak out? Will you have like, will you have a, uh, 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 will you throw a fit on the course or do you keep it pretty? I just bite my arm. <laughs> you, just bite your arm. <laughs> you bite your own arm. Yeah, the pain. <laughs> Try it. If you get really frustrated, you just bite your Because you can't punch your doing own skin. Uh, <laughs> shank one in the woods just bite his arm. Let me tell you, one summer, I, for two months I had the shanks. I couldn't get <sighs> Um, this is the so. Honest what is the shank? For those who don't know, a shank is when you hit the ball with a part of the golf club. It's called a hosel. It's essentially at the very end of the, of the shaft yeah. of the club. It's the heel of the club, and you think you're hitting it with the middle of the face of the <laughs> yeah. of the club, and it's and the ball will shoot off to the right. Yeah. I mean, oh. like straight. Oh, really? out. Okay, and you're like. What <laughs> the <laughs> F is going on? There's a sequence in Tin Cup where he gets right. the shanks and his game just falls apart. And you can't shake it no it's, matter what. Let me tell you, divorce is easier. It's horrible. <laughs> I, it not, happened to me last year and I was, I was <laughs> rich. I was scared. <laughs> You're scared. You go, you go, let me hit a hybrid. I'm not lying. Uh-huh. This is, I swear to God, I almost started crying on the golf course. <laughs> yes. I swear to God, I was almost, I'm going, why is this happening to me? I've given this game so much. This, this, why is this happening? I, yeah. I, what, did you get past it? Did, yeah, but every like three years it comes. Yeah, the come problem is it's from taking the club inside too much, mm-hmm. and then you you're coming over the top. And yep. you know, I'm looking at videos. Oh uh, yeah, the, a, a good way to cure it is you put another ball right next to it, and you try to hit your ball without hitting both the other balls. Ball. Ah, and let uh, me tell you something: there's no worse feeling than seeing two balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's sad how much this game can can ruin your life. I, I love, so I don't play, but I love hearing. I love hearing like uh, Preston talk about it. I love, I love the the breakdown. I it, because it seems to put it is that that elusive thing that puts the people who love it through the most duress mm-hmm. and anger and pain, and yet they're and euphoria and euphoria. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you have one great shot, you think God loves you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I, I've, I sit in the hotel rooms at night, sometimes chipping balls into the curtain. Right. You know, if I have a big curtain, <laughs> I'll chip them into the curtain. Wow. I'll, I'll be playing the next day. And, and I play some good courses. I'm going, what? Why is this? Oh, yeah. you know, and I, you know, I'm a headliner. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not an open micer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I, I was playing golf with uh, my friend Aaron Berg, a little muscle head. He beat me the last time we played. He's not better than me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. No justice. And let me tell you, when someone beats Rich Voss in golf, a comic, that's news. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Rich, we do have to, we got to wrap, oh. but but we have some tickets to give away to your show. Nice. Uh, one of them anyway. So we've got uh, tickets for, it doesn't say which one. Yeah, tonight's one of tonight's shows, I guess. Yeah, I don't know which one for tonight, but um, we can take uh, callers, let me see, 10, 11, and 12 at 215-263-WMMR. So Rich is playing Punchline. That's tonight. There are two shows, 730 and 945 tonight, and then tomorrow's a 7 and a 915 show. Nice. You can get tickets at com. We'll take those callers now, and uh, you will be good to go this 
this evening at Punchline, and you should go see Rich because he's a blast. One of the and, best, and he I'm, loves Philadelphia. Yeah, I do. This is yeah. my favorite. And I, I, I'm not saying it pandering. This is I love Philadelphia. Yeah, but I also have a new special on YouTube. If you can't, come. oh nice, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, a half an hour with Rich Foss on YouTube. That's just it. Half hour with the board. You should search yeah. a half an hour with Rich Foss. Yeah, just Rich okay. Foss on YouTube. It's the first thing. It's really, it's actually funny. I was watching oh, a bit of the, the teaser, and it it, it looks solid. I'm definitely going to check yeah. it out. I love yeah. your stuff. Well, this is uh, this is um, this is therapy. Thing. <laughs> I love my wife. I love my kids. Uh-huh. Uh, if I say anything negative about my wife, she's doing the same thing about me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know for a fact. Radio right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I've I've seen her say stuff. Oh yeah, okay. you she know exactly. Your just sits down with your recorded interviews <laughs> and plays those back to back. Podcast. Yeah. My wife hates me. Yeah. All right, we got to run. Right. All right, thank you, Rich Foss. Yeah. Enjoy your time in Philly. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back, friends. Stick around. Services from clogged toilets to dripping faucets, rising cooling, heat, heating, and uh, plumbing. Uh, plumbing professionals are there when you need them. Plus, you can save 20% off of your next plumbing service. Visit horizonservices.com. A man was trapped inside a steel reinforced concrete jewelry vault in Manhattan overnight after firefighters had to abandon and attempt to rescue him for safety reasons. Was he an employee or a thief? Neither. Uh, fortunately, the vault was on a timer and open on its own Wednesday morning. Uh, <laughs> wow. I don't know why they tried to bust yeah. this guy out when they knew it was on a timer. Uh, the fire department was called to the Midtown. Mid- we have to blow it up. Uh, building Tuesday evening after the man became trapped while trying to access his safe deposit box. Oh. Uh, the building at uh, 585th Avenue is known as the World Diamond Tower and houses several jewelry businesses. So around 8.45 p.m. Tuesday, authorities said that a man was reaching into his uh, deposit box inside the vault when an employee closed the doors, not knowing that someone was still inside. The vault also has a timed lock mechanism, meaning it locks automatically after a certain time and does not reopen until the next morning. Fire and police department personnel were in communication with the man inside of the vault, uh, and they could watch him on security camera. They were also able to talk to him via telephone. Uh, there was also plenty of air inside because the vault, which measured 20 feet by 40 feet, take your shirt off, uh, has its own HVA system. Uh, so the fire department's rescue units have tools that would be able to break through the vault's 30-inch steel reinforced concrete walls. 30 inches. The process was started to breach the wall at the vault after about 10 hours. <laughs> the firefighters got through more than two feet of concrete and reached the steel plating, but they decided to hold off going any further, fearing their rescue attempts could harm the man trapped inside. 
Why, why did they even do this? Why did they cause this damage? Certainly someone had to know that this was the case. Yeah, and they right? did know. Uh, you could have rolled ring dings down the A-track. Maybe the guy is uh, claustrophobic or was freaking out about being in there and they felt they had to get or him out. Or scared. I, I don't know, man. Don't be a scared. He was a scared. Uh, the problem with the uh, plating was that they had to use... How scared! They would have had to have used torches uh, to get him uh, out, which would have affected the environment for that person inside the vault. The doors opened as scheduled at 6 a.m. He's actually behind them as they're cutting through the cement. And the man was free unharmed. So. What you guys doing? Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, a Massachusetts man said his house cleaner came across a long-forgotten lottery ticket that he had purchased months earlier, and it turned out to be a $1 million winner. Wow. Oh. Khalil Salsa said that... I will no longer be cleaning your house. He purchased the $15 million moneymaker scratch-off ticket from Tony's Convenience. Wow. Uh, but the ticket was lost and forgotten before he ever checked to see if it was a winner. Salsa said that the house cleaner found the ticket in a vase months later and presented it to him. Uh, the player discovered the long-lost ticket was worth a million bucks. Tell me that he gave a, pers- a little something to the house cleaner. All they said in the story is that he plans to use his winnings to help a friend and give to charity. What? Yeah, you charity. Would, you would at least <laughs> have to give some to that person. to that person. You would have. Yes, to, I would think so. Uh, here's a, a follow up of sorts because you guys may remember the story about this guy, and I'll, I'll get to the story in a moment. But a man convicted of cheating in a fishing tournament is now accused of poaching deer in Pennsylvania. <laughs> These are the guys, they put this the weights in the, the guys. fish. Yeah, one of the guys. Okay. Chase Kaminsky made news headlines and became a target on social media a year ago after he and an Ohio man angered fellow anglers after a video circulated <coughs> showing officials of a Lake Erie fishing tournament uh, discovering that the two had put lead weights in their catch, hoping that it would uh, win them some lucrative prizes. Both were sentenced to 10 days in jail. They were fined and had been had their fishing license suspended. Well, this past Monday, a Pennsylvania game warden assigned to Mercer County filed eight charges against Comiskey for alleging that between 2013 and 2021 that he harvested several white-tailed deer out of season and without, without a valid license. Authorities searched his home, seizing three mounted trophy-class antler deer heads labeled with his wife's kill tags. Oh, boy. So, although licensed, Comiskey's wife told game officials she never killed a deer, claiming that her husband brought down the animals using guns or crossbows. According to a criminal complaint, Comiskey's hunting license had been suspended from 2008 through 2021 for multiple game law violations. I don't think he gets it. No, I don't think he does either. Comiskey is scheduled to appear before a district magistrate on November 14th to answer the charges. This story is out of Taiwan. Police launched an investigation after pictures began circulating on social media of a woman holding a gun and making shooting motions. Uh, the investi- investigation found that the gun was a legal BB gun and the woman was shooting at monkeys. <laughs> oh. Shooting at monkeys? Yeah. The picture of a middle-aged woman wearing an apron while aiming a pistol appeared in a Facebook group. Called, hey, hey, those are monkeys! Called Road Observation Academy, uh, causing a discussion among readers. Some speculated the woman may be a gangster or uh-huh. perhaps had caught her husband having an affair. So I'm going to go shoot some monkeys. One reader suggested that it may be the woman's method of bargaining prices, but uh, police officers were dispatched to investigate. They identified the woman as being the owner of a breakfast shop that was near 
nearby. Uh, she explained that monkeys frequently grab food from her store uh. and that she had just been chasing a monkey away by shooting at it with a BB gun. Monkey! Which was when the picture was taken. What is that from? It's uh, Michael Buffer on, I believe it was Letterman. Okay. I, I have no time. idea why he died. Right. Monkey! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Agricultural Bureau said that uh, formicin macaques are no longer classified as protected animals under the conservation law. It's over. And it is not considered illegal to use a BB gun to deter, the, deter them if there is a threat to public safety. So Son of a bitch. She, she wasn't breaking the law. And that's all we're going to have time for this morning, my friend, in the Bizarre File. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment, and we will pose a lesson question to you with a prize that goes along with that. We'll get some trash and music news. Oh, what? And I think we'll get to hear a little new Beatles. We have a clip Yes, of we do. Oh. Believe it or not, probably the last new Beatles with all four yeah. of the members playing on it. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Making a fire a delightful idea in the evenings this time of year. Yes. It is wonderfully cool, but not cold once the sun goes down. And we have beautiful temperatures today and tomorrow, so that's that's right for that uh, type of activity. You could call it a fall activity. It is a fall activity. If you wanted to. Oh, okay. uh, Yeah, thank you. Fall activities. All right, uh, 1032, and we are going to ask a lesson question, and we are going to give away a float session from Halcyon Floats for the correct answer to this. And what did I... Oh, here we are. The question is, what Jaws movie is more specific than Jaws 1? (laughs) 
215-263-WMMR. Do you know the answer to that? It was earlier around 840 or so. What Jaws movie is more specific than Jaws 1? 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening and you know the answer, call now and we'll do the trash while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Friday this morning by Liberty Safes of New Jersey. They're having one big fat safe sale now through November 8th, Route 130 in Bordentown, or Route 73 in Mount Laurel, online at libertysafesnj.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Real Housewives star Kylie Richards revealing she broke up with her boyfriend, Mauricio Umansky, after seeing pics of him holding hands with his Dancing with the Stars partner. Richard says that if you know anything about her, then that puts you in the 0.005 percentile. Justin Timberlake is getting dragged in Britney Spears' new autobiography, but his in-sync bandmates are supporting him through all the criticism. Said Joey Fatone, quote, Justin is not only our brother, but more importantly, our meal ticket. Ah. (laughs) And finally, Britney Spears says she once felt something otherworldly while driving through the Arizona desert in a convertible. Spears says she felt a rush of hot air, almost as if she was riding through the desert in a convertible. (laughs) We'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. What Jaws movie is more specific than Jaws 1? 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Keegan. See if we can get an answer. Hey, Keegan, good morning. I like totals. I like totals. All right, Keegan, what is it? What Jaws movie is more specific than Jaws 1, please? Uh, Would that be Jaws 2? Jaws 2. This is a terrible movie. Uh, Keegan, we are going to set you up with a uh, float session from Halcyon Floats. And stress can be scary. Relax with a float session from Halcyon Floats, Philadelphia's premier float center. Relax, recover, reset. Halcyonfloats.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Right after weeks of speculation, the Beatles have finally announced a release date for their final song ever called Now and Then. A song originally considered for the Beatles anthology in 1995 and put aside for time reasons. It will be debuted uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time and this will be on November 10th with a music video coming on November 3rd. And those, uh, wait, the songs come, yeah, the video is coming out on November 3rd, but the song is coming out November 10th. I think it's a little uh, documentary about the, the making of the song. Okay. That's my guess. It's a little vague. Or maybe they maybe it means November 13th. Maybe this was a typo. I don't know. And maybe it's the Rolling Stones and not the Beatles. Those will be preceded by Now and Then, the last Beatles song. Now, that's the 12-minute documentary. There you go. So it's not the music video. Uh, directed, uh, Written and directed by Oliver Murray at 3.30 p.m. on November 1st on the Beatles' YouTube channel. It's kind of miraculous how all this came together. Uh, the film will feature commentary about the song from Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, the late George Harrison, Sean Ono Lennon, and Peter Jackson. Uh, trailer is now available on the channel. Uh, now and then will be released as a commercial single paired with uh, the Beatles' very first single, Love Me Do, as a double A-side. So Now and Then was produced by uh, McCartney and Giles Martin, who, of course, uh, is the son of late Beatles producer George Martin. Uh, McCartney and uh, John Lennon share lead vocals. The latter's rescued 
from his demo version of the song via AI. So all four Beatles sing background vocals. Harrison plays guitar. McCartney plays bass, piano, harpsichord, and shaker. And Ringo plays drums, tambourines, and shaker. Uh, McCartney, Martin, and Ben Foster also wrote the song's string arrangement. So Jeff Lynn from ELO yeah. is credited with additional production on Now and Then from, oh, the, from the original anthology sessions. And he said that working on the project was a dream come true. He said, I loved them. That's some of the most fun I ever had in the studio with the Beatles. Uh, it was the best treat that I could ever wish for. So if you haven't heard it, I know a snippet of this came out a little while back, but uh, they rescued the audio from John via AI and have managed to put it together. So here is what it sounds like. Wait, when we lost... wait, 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 wait. I thought you wanted to play the... Uh, There's the clip now. of them describing the, the process if you want to play that first. Whatever you want. No, uh, we just play the song. This is the song. Here we go. This is the original, right? Or is this? It's all Not sure. because of you. And if I make it through. It sounds like the original. It's yeah. all because I think the production would be more. Yep. Agreed. And this is the demo from right. 1978 that John recorded at home. It's cool, though. That... Yeah, but... So they're going to be able to take that, isolate his vocals, clean it up, and, and make it sound like he's, you know, singing into, live into a take uh, all of them. Yeah. better uh, technology. So mm. it, it is a huge thing. So this will be Paul uh, talking about the new song. Uh, and here is that clip. When we lost John, we knew that it was really over. I was talking to Yoko, and she said, "Ah, oh, I think I've got a tape of John. Paul called me up and said he'd like to work on Now and Then. He put the bass on, I put the drums on. It's the last song that my dad and Paul and George and Ringo will get to make together. How lucky was I to have those men in my life? All right, but so- they ruined it! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds horrible! <laughs> I knew he shouldn't have done it! <sighs> Ringo! He's the only one left alive. What are you going to do to him? I mean, you know. There's nothing I can do. You're going to kill him? No. Oh. <laughs> I'll hit him. All right. All right. They don't go crazy, crazy. Little dick. Yeah. Uh, now then will be will also be the final track on a remastered and expanded edition of the 62 to 67 Blue album. Yeah. Uh, which is being released on November 10th along with a similarly updated version of the 62 to 66 Red album. I had those albums out all the time. Yeah, they're greatest hits. Just perfect. Of different eras. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I had It wasn't what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted different colors. You didn't want red and blue? Green and mauve. Oh, my gosh. What is mauve? And you're Paul McCartney. What? Yeah. Purple. Thanks for noticing. Uh... This happened a couple of days ago. I apologize I didn't get to it ahead of time. A Dream Theater announced on Instagram that original drummer Mike Portnoy yes. has returned to the group. Uh, he reunites with uh, guitarist Sean Petrucci and bassist uh, John Young. And uh, the trio formed the band at the Berklee College of Music back in 1985. So here's the thing. Uh, he, he won't do uh, morning radio. 
Mike Portnoy. Um, but uh, he won't uh, even do midday radio. Won't even yeah. do radio. So I'll say this, uh, uh, Mr. Portnoy. Talk to John Cleese. He came on the show and he had a good time. <laughs> uh, Mike said, "I am overwhelmed with joy to be returning home and reuniting with my brothers. There is no place like home. Uh, they're getting ready to record their 16th studio album and the first with Portnoy since uh, 2009's Black Clouds and Silver Linings. Over the span of their nearly 40-year career, they've had three Grammy nominations and won a 2022 Grammy for the best metal performance for The Alien, and they've also sold 15 million records. Yeah, I, I've got his number, and uh, <laughs> you I'm, don't even I'm not, not going to reach out to him yeah, because yeah. he'd flat out last time. He's like, nope, I don't do it. Sorry. He came on the show? I do it for no one. Twice. Yeah, he came on twice, and yep. and he was great, and that's yep. why we 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 he's three a, times he, he joined you guys when Neil Peart died, correct? Yes, he he came on the air the original time to come by and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came by again with his son's band, and, and they were then good. he came out to camp out for Hunger one time too. Yeah. So he yeah. did come by for three morning yeah. appearances, and then we did a an interview with him as well when Neil had passed away as well. So he's been on a few times. The problem is he's really good. He's a, yeah. a friendly guy. He's yeah. a Kubrick fan. Yep. We had him play a camp out. He played a... Small kit. uh, The small kit. We also had him play food, and guess what he was playing? Yeah, uh, cans and and, and jars and things like that. Jars of peanut butter. It's a good sport. So uh, it's cool that he's he's back with the gang. And hopefully the winery dogs won't wrap up. I mean, but Mike always has multiple projects going on. So we'll see where this goes for him. Rolling Stones released live performance, a video featuring Lady Gaga. On uh, Sweet Sounds of Heaven, it was shot last week when the Stones took over the Racket Club to celebrate the release of the new album of Hackney Diamonds. Pierre Robert was there in yes. attendance. And also, Lady Gaga recently had an appearance with U2 at the Sphere. Mm. Which is, uh, we were just talking to our friend Kate Flannery, who was out and saw U2 at the the year. She didn't see Lady Gaga, though. She didn't see the Gaga. Uh, but uh, she gets on and performs uh, All I Want Is You, but they also, and, and U2 does a great job of doing medleys of songs. Yes. And then, uh, Nick, they go into Shiloh. Shiloh. Oh, they no did kidding. Shiloh. After yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Better song. known as Shallow from Boy, uh, uh, Stars Born. So let's hear the uh, the Gaga and uh, U2 mix up. Here we go. Oh, She also jumped in with Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. So let's hear a little bit of that. So she 
she's eventually going to make her way around to duetting with everyone. Yeah. One time right. or another, because everybody wants her to do it with them. story, I thought it was Shiloh. <laughs> and then I later found out it was actually right. She's here tonight. Meredith from the office told me, <laughs> clarified it, uh, right there with her little fungo pop with the digitized boobies. The shallow. I got to go to the Sphere last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. It was really, really cool. I was now, not you, yeah, lucky enough. I didn't see enough. you too. No, I, I wish. Yeah. They run um, presentations are like that are not concert, but that show what the Sphere can do throughout the day, right? Steve, they play like a movie. It's right. kind of like, like remember the first time you guys saw an IMAX movie or sure. went to like the Franklin Institute? It's like that, but on steroids. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you feel like you're moving in and it's it's 4D. The, the seats shake. There's like wind that blows as you're moving through and all right. that. Did you ever get dis- um, disoriented or uh, a little vertigo or anything like that? Okay, it's an amazing experience. I highly recommend everybody checks it out. I'm scared something's going to happen at this place because um, it is so steep, the stairs, that, I mean, I don't get nervous on heights or anything like that, but I was grasping onto the the railing as I was walking down to the seats. And the rows are kind of close together, so you can't, like, there's not enough room to slide in and out. By the way, you two should do the song Vertigo and have effects that (laughs) will make people pass out (laughs) and pass out (laughs) from... Being too overwhelming. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Are you okay? <laughs> the movie. That gentleman's having a little trouble up there. The movie also only uses like a small percentage, Steve, of all of the features that this place holds. Like wow. I can imagine in this concert venue, like when there's a concert there, it's just going to be amazing. Take this out for a spin, ladies and gentlemen, nerds in paradise. Oh my God! <laughs> Booker, the size of the city. <laughs> and he sticks his finger into his nose. It looks like the channel. <laughs> Oh, my God. Where do we go with this bottom? All right. One last story. Speaking of concerts, there's one uh, tomorrow. Actually, two shows of this, and it's the uh, the No Name Pops. Oh, they're awesome. Uh, the former Philly Pops came out and performed live for us at uh, Subaru of America. They will be performing the Motown and the Philly Sound. And uh, this is, let's just say, 3 p.m. and 8 p.m., and the show is going to be at the Verizon Hall at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. And, man, are they great. So, looking for something cool, unique to do, head out and see uh, the No Name Pops. Tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to love it. Yep. And that afternoon show is excellent. Great idea. All right, that's the music news. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second and uh, we'll get the Letter of the Day Word of the Week prize and we will give it away when we return. So, hang out with us. 93.3 WMMR. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour is your shot at $1,000 in crisp college cash. Thanks to our friends at College Ave Student Loans. Whether you've got a nifty knack for making a dorm room look like a posh Hollywood apartment or maybe more of a pizza box and rock band poster vibe, show us. Make a short video. Start off with a, hey, Preston and Steve, and show off your decked out dorm room. Enter at our contest page at WMMR.com by 11 a.m. on November 2nd. Then we'll put them up for a vote to see who wins. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. Presented by College Ave Student Loans. A better way to pay for college. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your school. Oh, yeah. I, 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 you made it. Listen, you made it to the end of the show. I You're don't not feel well. Feeling yeah. quite well. You started to... Um, 
started to get congested. You've been working a migraine. I'm a little worried because yeah. we have we usually we, there's a little bit of kissing in the morning between us. A little bit, but not and, today. And I, I didn't want to. We got a weekend, and I don't I want know. you to. Yeah, make uh, it sad, bro. But I, uh, yeah, been all stuffy and stuff, and it came out of nowhere, which is really weird. But I started started feeling a migraine yesterday, and that my migraines are um, sinus based. Right. So I'm like, oh man, something's coming. So here we are. Uh, is what it is. But uh, it's my wife's birthday. My best friend's in town. It's great. It's it's great. But it's when you're feeling bad and Listen, you have these things, it kind of sucks. When you can have something really wonderful go on and not enjoy it as much as you could, <laughs> that's the best possible. Isn't scenario. that the best? So, but anyway, I would like to thank Rich Foss for stopping yeah. by. Yeah. Nice. Rich is rich, man. He is. He's awesome. Yep. Uh, he's a Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow. And you can go to punchlinephilly.com to get all of the deets on that. So go see him. Rich is uh, a friend of ours. We'd, uh, he's very, very funny. You'll enjoy his uh, thing about kissing his wife like a, a, a body, a oh corpse at a, at a wake. Oh, it was just cracking me up. Because <laughs> he, if you, you had to be watching on YouTube because he's doing the, 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 the pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then you with the line, <laughs> that's what was killing me. You're like, I don't want to kiss him. I don't want to kiss my Go kiss your aunt. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. She's dead. <laughs> Never, ever in my life make someone go and kiss a oh corpse. Yeah. Wow. Did someone make him do that? No, no. no. It was just it was it was a was, joke. Yeah. A lot of times they'll they'll make kids, you know, kiss a, um, a, a grandmother they used to. That died I or think something. the Alfred Hitchcock movie um, Marnie, I think, involves... A scene with that where they it traumatizes the woman. Yeah. I could totally see that traumatizing. Yeah. Somebody's probably listening right now has yeah. been traumatized I'm in their life because kissing of a corpse like right now. Right. Well, right. well, I don't know about that. Well, Let's kiss, kiss, kiss a corpse Friday. <laughs> <laughs> kiss a corpse Fridays at the uh, funeral parlor. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, how'd we get there? When One I, flat fee, all the corpses you can kiss. When I tuned in, um, uh, I was away from the radio. I came back and I heard that voice and go, Jackie Bam Bam's in there. Because oh, I, I, I didn't Rich know who he was talking to. And yeah. from, for, for, I go, that's not Jackie. And then <laughs> it's like I, a sedated <laughs> version yeah, of Jackie. And I came back and it, it said, no, that's Jackie. What's he, what's he talking? Maybe he's got a mummer's appearance or yeah. something. He's talking about his wife. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid not, sir. Yeah. All right, well, uh, welcome. Yes. To the program. Uh, shall we do the letter yes. today? All right, here we go. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Y as in yellow. All right. And we can now take caller number four and give away our prize. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now if you know what that word is. And we have a really cool prize. It could be yours if you are that fourth caller and know the word correctly. Um, is it? It, uh, is it comfy out? I mean, it's only been getting warmer and warmer as the days, as the weeks been going on. It's a little nippy, actually. Ah, um, well, a little bit of cloud nippy. cover right yeah, now. And it's supposed cover. to break a little bit, and it's supposed right. to be actually warmer. Yeah, right. but you know what? It, it's still a home run. Well, everyone's going to the shore, and uh, houses are opening up again for the weekend. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, and people are jumping in the water, and the lifeguards have to be called, and then they'll go back again on Monday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, frostbite. Yeah, frostbite. Uh, yeah, but it's supposed to be tomorrow's 83 degrees in sunshine. Wow. Wow. For Wow you know, and wow. One of the final days of October. That's very, very rare. All right. Uh, what's happening on your show today? We will have a Blink-182 tickets uh, to give away and a block to play. Uh, they go on sale uh, 
about 50 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, excellent. 5 50 Five minutes zero. ago. Yeah. Uh, they went on sale at 10 a.m. And uh, next block will be Godsmack. Uh, they will be at the FM Center on Saturday night. Brent Porsche will be hosting. Extreme is opening the show. And he's got a pair of tickets, I believe, as well. And a grand prize to announce. And uh, Bruce, uh, we will play a block of Bruce. Wonderful. All right. I'm going to see if we can get our winner. Uh, we were looking for the fourth caller, and that is Todd. So we'll go to him. Hey, Todd, good morning. Hey, guys. What's up, buddy? Hey, bud. We are looking for the word of the week. What is it? Wolfie. Yabba dabba doo. Todd, you heard the man. Yabba dabba doo. You are indeed a winner. That is correct. And the reason Wolfie is because Wolfgang Mammoth Van Halen. Uh, so, or uh, Mammoth WVH. Uh, we are going to set you up with a VIP uh, event. Uh, Everything. On November 18th, the Saturday Keswick Theater. Tickets are sold out for this, but we are going to give you an experience that includes a VIP laminate, uh, limited edition signed poster, sound check access, the band Q&A, and a group photo with the band as well. Sound sounds, pretty nice, Todd? That sounds incredible. All right. Well, enjoy, oh, sir. Man. All right. <laughs> hang, <laughs> hang out, bud. We'll get your information and we will set you up with all the goods. I want to thank our sponsors of the program. The President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan and the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Trinity Rehab. Locations all over and now opening King of Prussia. Trinity-Rehab.com Next week on this program, our buddy Paul Mercurio is going to be Oh, ah, cool. Nice. Uh, comedian Ted Alexandro. Another one. And writer and director Jennifer Cram will be in the show. She's local, too. Right? Yeah, she grew up listening to MMR and the President Steve show, and she has a movie coming out called Sick Girl. It looks funny. Yeah, and so uh, she'll be in studio on Monday. Love that, and I'm sure we'll have many other things along with that. So enjoy this gorgeous weekend. Please get out there and do everything that you can that is outdoor activity oriented because it's going to be gorgeous. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you later. Later, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the bat ba 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 Shopify helps businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.